0: You already know we have great taste in everything. Cocky much? Hey, hey, I'm trying to sell things here. Like I was saying, you already know we have great taste in everything. Amazon has noticed too. So they gave us our own store.
1: Our own storefronts, actually. That's
0: the same thing. No,
1: no, it's not. I got mine. You got yours. So all the misfits that love you can shop your favorite things. And the ones that love me, which is the majority. Now
0: who's the cocky one? Huh? What? Uh, Nothing.
1: (laughs) Back to my point. All the misfits that love me can shop my favorite thing. So make sure you click the link in the description of this podcast. Or
0: wherever you listening to it at. Well, that. you
1: still talking? Mama got this.
0: Girl, what? Who?
1: Whatever platform you're on, there should be a link or the words on the screen. Click or type that in. Enjoy, misfits.
0: All right. All right.
1: The Awkward Minority Podcast, episode 135. I am one of your hosts, Lady Godiva, and with me is the awesome host, Jesus Shuttlesworth, aka Akon.
0: Hey, how you doing?
1: I'm doing alright. How are you?
0: I'm burning my ass up in Atlantic City. Hey. It's hot, man. Hey, it's hot, bro. We've been on a beach we've been on a beach for two days in a damn hot-ass weather advisory. Yo, you ever just be hot that you can't even, but you can't get naked? Yeah.
1: Because
0: I wanted to be, I wanted to get, Lord knows I would to take my shirt off, but I was like, yo, can't do this at work. It, you know, Vans is te- Vans van's warp tours technically work. So he's like, I'm at you know, I'm at work. I can't take my shirt off. So just walking around sweating. If <laughs> I was like, Why and I kept on changing shirts. So anybody that's you know, first of all, shout out to everybody that came out to Atlantic City to come check out the warp tour two day, the two day festival event. We we're very well first of all, we have no control over the weather. So the first day was a wash. Like but a lot of y'all got to spend the night on the beach, so that was cool, right? Y'all should enjoy that. But the first man, the first day, I think it was like around two o'clock. I was like, "Yo, Remember, no, actually, what was it? Six o'clock, six or seven o'clock in the morning?" When I tweeted you that, fo- when I texted you that photo, when I was on like the pier, and I was like, "That, that calm." I was like, "Before all hell break loose." I was just to a whole bunch of people swarming the beach. I did not know that a weather advisory was going to go in effect, like around twelve or two. Oh my god, like. Then oh my god, all these all these young kids they can't handle all these young kids. First of all, before they even happen, all these young kids can't handle the heat. They can't handle the heat. They was under the pier, like under the pier, like you know, like in the movies where they be like, where the where the you know where the teenagers go under the pier to kiss and stuff. None of that was happening. They was like under the pier because it was too hot on the beach for some of them, and they they couldn't handle the heat. I was like, yo, we. I I feel like an old person. Like yo, I actually got a picture of it, y'all. I'm probably gonna post it. It's like I was like yo, when I was young, we used to play basketball in this hot ass heat from sun up to sundown. We didn't need to go hide up under no damn pier for some for some shade. Fuck that, we was out here. But yo, if y'all coming to war tour, put some fucking sunscreen on. You're going to be in the sun for ten plus hours. That sun is not that sun is not your friend. Fuck what they told you in school. The sun is the damn devil. Okay, the sun was put on earth by the devil to torture you. Y'all motherfucker better put some damn sunscreen. They be out there with no sunscreen on, like, hey, y- y'all can't do what I do, and y'all know y'all can't do what I do because, because of, because of a big difference between me and you. What's the difference between me and you? I me, mean, I'm just saying, y'all, y'all white, yo, y'all can't be out, y'all white can't be, y'all white people can't be out here in this sun without no damn sunscreen. You better put that sunscreen on, put on sunscreen and stay hydrated. We offer you a bottle of water, say yes, thank you, take that fucking water, even if you're not thirsty. That, that, let that be the new accessory for the summer. Walking around with a bottle of water, cause you don't want to pass out, especially on the. You was on the beach too. You don't want to pass out on the beach, cause people are just gonna think you're sleeping, and you really gonna be just passed out, cause you're dehydrated. Oh, yo, it was cause it was like cause like you had the people that was like enjoying the festival, and then you had the people who were just on the beach. Like they was just on the beach. Like hey, it's a festival going on, but you know
1: right.
0: what the fuck? You just lounging, sleeping on the beach towels and shit, yo. So yeah. And and wear vans. When you come to vans warp tour, wear vans. Do us that favor too. I'm just saying it the vans warp tour. But shout out to everybody that came out to the van but to the vans warp tour. I, it's really just warped tour. I, I just say Vans by default, even though it is Van presented by Vans, sponsored by Vans, whatever. Shout out to Journeys. Yo, know, shout out to shout out to feed the hunger. I, I that's my favorite part of the tour is in is in the mornings where everybody bring their where everybody bring their food, the canned foods, old cell phones, and five dollars, and they donate
1: that's cause awesome you, yeah because you know because you know they like
0: to say that they like to say that you don't care about what well, people that are in need and that you just care about yourself but i love that we because i i have a photo i have to i'm probably gonna post it tomorrow well by the time y'all hearing this it'll been a post i've been unposted. i'm posted i guess i posted on monday which y'all gonna listen to this on wednesday but i got this photo where like the, the bin is overflowing and i was like that's and, and and to me that's all that matter like of course of course y'all gonna come out and y'all gonna hear these great bend. yo sometimes we'll be having to get more Sometimes we'll have like three u-haul trucks full of food wow like we will like run like we will run out of space like we'll initially all we always start off with one truck they're like yo we gotta rent another truck you gotta rent another truck." I, I fucking love that yeah like man oh so, my
1: god
0: so i encourage like i said i encourage all y'all bring the canned foods that's in your. let's like, bring your canned food that's in your house you bring three you bring $5, you bring an old cell phone that you're not using anyway. You could bring an old cell phone from, like, well, y'all young. Most of the people come in warp towards young, so y'all don't have flip phones. But if you have a flip phone lying around, and you don't really want it, and you're not, like, a person that collects stuff for, like, nostalgic purposes, then go ahead and give it a warp Tour. We'll take it. We'll do something with it. We'll, you know, we'll repurpose them. Get the, you know, get the, I don't know what they do with the cell phones, y'all. I'll about, about to the whole face, bold face ass lie. I don't know what they do with the cell phones. I just know, you know, they take, they take those. We take five dollars, mm-hmm. or you can donate higher than five dollars. Bring your canned foods. Canned foods can't handle no dents in them, and don't give away spare. Don't give away expired canned foods because we're not collecting canned foods; just be collecting them. We give them to the local food banks. The local food banks give them to people in need. So you're so not only are you coming to a great concert, a great festival, you get the, you get ten hours of music, ten hours of music. So the least you can do is donate those three canned, canned, canned goods. We appreciate it. The people that we give them to they definitely appreciate it and you're doing something to better the community that you live in mm-hmm. because in the end we all we we all we got like the phrase we all we got is that's literally we all we got you can't wait on the government to do nothing god lord knows exactly president of the united states out here shaking hands with an idiot hey i know you i know i'm gonna dish you on twitter tomorrow but hey i'm gonna fit like on your friend yo i'm Oh my God, we're not gonna talk about that, y'all. Can I can I ask you a question? Of course. I mean for us to get so serious. So let's let's slow it down. Okay, because I, I keep on seeing this, and I wonder what, how you're gonna respond to it. If Y, okay. if Y E S spells yes, what does E Y E S spell? Eyes. Eyes.
1: Eyes.
0: Yeah, what that spell?
1: Eyes.
0: <laughs> you were the. I keep on watching World Star Hip Hop, and people that watch World Star Hip Hop questions know where the fuck I got that question from, cause I, that's the only thing I watch on World Star Hip Hop. And shout out to World Star Hip Hop for putting it on YouTube. So now I never have. To, never. Mind. Actually, I watch World Star Hip Hop all the time. I don't want them to unfollow. They they follow me on Twitter. I don't want them to unfollow me. If like I got some cool, got a cool points because they because they follow me. They only follow like three thousand people. I don't know why they follow me because I don't be tweeting nothing that's salacious. But anyway, I think somebody told me like if you if Worldstar Hip Hop follows you, then you got a video on Worldstar Hip Hop. But I don't know what star Hip Hop video I would be a part of except for the Tiger interview. But I wouldn't even in the Tiger interview. I don't anyway anyway. But that was like a long time ago, so I don't even know where not it's on Worldstar Hip Hop. Anyway, they asked that question. And everybody said eyes, like everybody, people, like they literally asked this one woman at least ten times, and she, she just couldn't comprehend that it. That is it, the word. That is eyes. <laughs>
1: That's crazy,
0: and it was blowing my mind. I'm like, maybe I'm like, maybe because you know when you're watching something, you're like, okay, I'm watching this, so maybe I, you know, so maybe I'm, I'm just, I'm just the little more technically advanced, not not technically advanced. Maybe because I'm not in a pressure situation that I'm like, okay, I got it, but I'm trying to figure out why the hell they just don't get it. If they be nobody on the show has ever got it, no one, no one. They ask it almost every episode. First of all. If y'all, if anybody from World Stars watching, please get the original host back of questions. Please get the original host back because the other people are funny as well. But I missed the show with the original host, so y'all need to bring him back. Hopefully, he's back next episode. And y'all need to be more consistent with the episodes too because this spurt of t- man, I think they took like four years off of the questions took like four years off, like the show, like the mind you, it was like the one show, it, questions and um, what was that show? With well, Latidia Brown. Questions and World Hip Hop headquarters are, like the funniest shit they ever made. But they like they stopped making hip hop, hip hop, world hip hop headquarters. And they but they just and they just brought questions back. But yo, that's that's some funny stuff. That is if y'all have never seen questions, is it's question y'all can just look up your world hip hop questions, it's on YouTube. Oh, my God. You would die laughing by, like... They be asking people... They be asking... they Because they be asking common questions, but people be getting them wrong. They, they He'll ask them, so when did World War Three start? In the 70s or the 90s? And they'll, like, go... And they'll answer it. Instead of saying, well, it's no... It was never a World War Three. These fools are like, say... Oh, yeah, the 70s. This one man got so angry at the dude that answered the question. He said... Stupid, dumbass. He said, "When did World War Three come? When did World War Three happen?" I told him the 70s. I told him no dumbass. He said, when did World War three happen? World War three ain't a real thing, you dumbass nigga. Like, I was like, Oh my God. He was like, if you would listen to the, he's like, see, that's what I'm saying. Y'all ain't got no brain. This ain't even the host of the show. It was like some random ass dude at like the bodega. He was like, y'all ain't got no damn brains, man oh my god, they'll, oh my god. Ask, they'll ask them all kind of they'll ask them all they'll ask them all kind of shit they'll ask them like what's the what's the capital of chicago like the, bro what <laughs> like it's like they, they don't like they like the, it's like oh wow y'all oh y'all are, y'all are stupid oh wow wow y'all just don't know shit and it's like it, it, my favorite question is when they ask them about okay Diva, which one is heavier a pound of cotton or a pound of stone
1: you said a pound of cotton and a pound of stone?
0: Yeah, which one is heavier?
1: Stone.
0: Which one is heavier? A pound of cotton or a pound of stone?
1: Okay, don't make me feel stupid right now.
0: <laughs> think about, Think about what I just said. A pound of stone or a pound of cotton? You can't do a
1: pound of stone.
0: A pound, right? of, a pound is a pound. I know. So they both gonna be the same. So they both gonna weigh a pound, which mean they are both gonna be the same amount of heavy. Right. So isn't so the answer is they're both the same.
1: Oh okay. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah that that one really gets to. I'm like, it's the same thing. This one food. This one person says it's the cotton wet. <laughs> So yeah, you know, so like it just be some good questions. They get people, but I like it. But yo, I didn't even mean to start the podcast off like this. I was meant to start the podcast off saying, I told you motherfuckers that Megan Rapino was a god. Didn't I? What was that a couple of episodes ago? When the world start? when the world started. When, star, when the world, when the World Cup, when the World Cup first started, I said that Megan Rapino is a god. And I wish the U.S. women luck. And y'all was like, oh, what about Alex Morgan? Oh. And I was like, no disrespect to Alex Morgan, but she ain't no motherfucking Megan Rapino.
1: Mm.
0: Mega Rapino out here. Yo, shout out to Megan Rapinoe, because I don't need to tell you how great she is, because I already told you how great she is. Megan Rapino was one of the first athletes. I already knew Megan Rapino was about that life, but Megan Rapino was one of the first athletes when Kyla Kaepernick started his kneeling, he, she was the first athlete outside of the NFL to kneel in solidarity with him. Even when she was told that she can't do it, and blah 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 blah, she said, "You know what? Fuck you, suck a dick," and she still did it. Even in even during the U.S. National Games, that's how great she is. That you that you that she was doing it during the U.S. National Games, but because she's so great, you knew that you needed her on the team. So no matter how you felt about her doing it, you was not gonna take her off that field yep you know you know sure. like to quote the to quote the great philosopher future you do what you want with you when you are popping. It. so it's like when you pop it, they can't tell you what to do they can't tell you they can't say hey no we're gonna bench you she said okay try that shit so th- this week they asked her if the u.s because you know because primary because in the u.s for all you people that don't live in the u.s when a national championship happens like when a when a u.s team wins a Napa, win a championship they they get invited to the white house you know, then you get a president of Jersey or whatever. Blah 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 blah. It's like this thing. It's like this thing has been going on since the forever time. So they asked Megan Rapino, "Hey, if the U.S. women win the World Cup, hopefully they do. I don't want to jinx them. God for you know, hopefully. By the time y'all hearing this, they should beat. Hopefully they have beat. I think they're playing in France, England. They should beat England, England. Hopefully by the time y'all hearing this, they have beat England because they just beat France. Hopefully by the time y'all hearing this, they beat England. So they said, hey, if the U.S. women's team win the World Cup, will you be going to the White House? She said, I'm not going to the fucking White House. Why the fuck would I do that? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Queen. Nigga Rapinoe said, why the fuck would I go to the White House? She said She said, I'm not going to the fucking White House. So then Donald Trump. I love that our president tried to tweet through his pain because he gets on he gets on Twitter and trying to diss he tried to diss Megaropino but started talking about black employment in America and it's like what the fuck I was like do we not know that mega Rapino is not black? And what the what the hell do they gotta do with rapino not want to go to the White House? And dude, what the fuck are you even what? talking about? Because black black employment has nothing to do with you. It's just some certain shit happens under presidents and they try to take credit for it. Yeah. Um. Russ was just talking about this, not not the president thing, but he was talking about how how you'll get a how you'll get an artist. They'll go to a festival and it's seventy. We'll use Warp Tour example. When Warp when you go to Warp Tour, you go to see the bands, but it'd be a bit. Sometimes it'd be bands you never heard of, and you'll go watch them play. Right. You didn't go there for Mm -hmm. them. You didn't go there for them. You went there for the warp tour experience. We put those people in that in that venue. So it's so it's the same as like when a person be like, Yo, look at all these people that came to see me at Warp Tour. Those people were there. They didn't come see you. You they just they was already again, you're there for ten hours. So instead of you're not gonna go home and come back. By the way, y'all, if y'all go to a festival (coughs) stay there for the whole 10 hours even if you chilling for some of the 10 hours don't don't leave and go back that's crazy because you're gonna you, that's, don't do that that's nuts that's that, enjoy the whole experience the whole experience of warped tour or any uh, tour is you go there the your band playing that you want to see you get some downtime. you just sit in the grass talking to people you don't know or sit in the arena i really like when we come to i always like when we do arenas like outdoor arenas after theaters because you could just because y'all could just sit down in like the bleachers Talk to each other makes free. So, I don't, I don't, I don't met a lot of people from just walking around at walk tour. I meet a lot of, oh, okay. I meet a lot of the fans of the podcast, a lot of, a lot of people that read my blog or whatever. So like, oh, hey, George, so that's how y'all get, that's how y'all get to meet me if in case y'all want to know. In case you was, in case you was curious because y'all know I don't be out in the streets. That's a, none of the only streets you going to catch me in. They pay me to be there. So, <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay, they will pay me to be nice to y'all though. But yeah, so yeah. So, if I'm, if I'm, if yeah. I meet, what happened? At
1: my I've huh? been asked that before. At my job, do you get paid extra for being nice? what the fuck?
0: <laughs> who who asked this?
1: Uh, a respondent at work.
0: Oh no, <clears throat> no, they just pay. They just, they don't take Trust me, y'all. I be out here. I be out here buying y'all lunch. I be taking pictures with y'all. I be recording videos with y'all. I be, I'm all over people Instagram stories. I would never share them because y'all know me. Um because I'm me. But yeah, yeah, but I'd be so nice to you. I'd be I I would call you. I would talk to your mother. I I don't know why y'all love me so much, but i would be like, okay, they love me, and I I I embrace it. Like I'm like, okay, people listen because people 'cause I you cause I say this all the time. When we started the podcast, I didn't know that many people are gonna listen to it. a lot of people. A lot of people listen to this podcast. But anyway, they know what the story is about. So basically the Donald Trump thing and the, the 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 unemployment rate of black people it has nothing to do with you it's just more people more black people started getting jobs probably definitely in despite of you cuz what the fuck with all these taxes you put on things and you're moving and your own companies moving stuff out of the damn country and stuff like that it's nothing to do with you it's just a coincidence so anyway Megan Rapino <laughs> All the people's like, Meg Rapinoe need to worry about the plan against France, blah, 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 blah. She's too busy worrying about what she's not going to do with the White House, da da da. Meg Rapinoe went out there, y'all. I'm not going to score one goal. I'm going to score two goals, and it's going to be the only two goals scored by the whole fucking team during the whole fucking match, and then we're going to win because I'm just that bitch. I love I love Megan Rapinoe. I love I love Megan Rapinoe, and I love her, and I love her girlfriend, Sue Bird. Sue Bird's my Sue Bird. Y'all don't understand. Sue Bird's my fucking. I I looked up to Sue Bird when I was growing up, like Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, Allen Iverson. I don't think I look and I like Kobe and Tracy McGrady. Those are my basketball. Those are my bat. Ba- that, that's my t- that's my t- that's my basketball team. Like NBA ballers, NBA ballers park edition. Like NBA NBA street playground edition. I, I I might need to go find that game and just load it up. I think yeah, I all can play it on my Xbox, on like the Xbox 360, because that was my team. I have Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady, Diana Taurasi, and Sue Bird and Kobe Bryant, like I can enter, because you can only play with three at a time. So, man, oh, my God. Diane Taurasi, Diane Taurasi, and Sue Bird are some of the greatest basketball players ever. Don't let nobody ever tell you different. They're not. They're not one of the best because they're women. They're not one of the best for women. They are just clinic. They are just seriously one of the best. Two of the best basketball players that ever grace this earth. I think they could have played in the NBA if allowed. That's how great they are. Them and Elena Delle Donne. Them and Elena Delle Donne. Oh my God. Them. Them. I'm in Wills in DC. I wanted to go see a. a, a a Washington Mystics game when she played for those for play for Washington so bad. But like they didn't play because normally they I was so mad they didn't play that day. They played the next day. I was like, oh my god, I was going I was gonna go. We're gonna sit courtside. I, I, I love I love the WNBA. So shout out to WNBA. But anyway, I don't even know I don't even know what I was talking about. But yeah, shout out to Megan Rapino. Remember Megan Rapino, you are an American hero. You chumped off the president and scored two goals for the same country. I, I respect that shit. And it's nothing he can do about it. Cause goddamn you are greatness, and greatness is. I fucking love Megan Rapinoe, man. But yeah, so how so how's your week going? So yeah, how how how's your week been? Cause uh, clearly, I am just ecstatic.
1: <laughs> um, mine's been okay. Just been, uh, you know, trying to surprise JJ's before they get back with the a little
0: remodel in the apartment <laughs> and that's pretty cool yo. you almost inspired me to get one of those one of those i can't well actually i can't say that so never mind yo so i i mean i mean i they need to they need to go ahead and come back from where they at because i miss i miss my mom i miss my homie <laughs> i, I yeah, miss then, i miss princess too but you know me and me, me and the homie <laughs> me and the homie and stuff like that because princess in the dance <laughs> i can't dance so I was on so much stuff me and Princess can do, but me and Jay, yeah, we play. We could play Fortnite all day and night.
1: <laughs> he was trying to teach Janelle, but she wasn't. She was like, "Whatever."
0: Oh man, he but yeah, like,
1: you don't
0: know how to do it. <laughs> she don't know what Jay talking about. Jay couldn't do it. Remember, Jay was crashing the plane. Jay, Jay, Jay was out here flying planes like it was his mom. Jay, Jay was out here driving and flying like he was his mama.
1: Yeah, but you'd be proud of him. He was looking up YouTube channels, of, you know, Fortnite, trying to learn some things, and then he figured it out.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm proud. I, I, I enjoy that he enjoys playing the game. It makes my heart warm. It's like, okay, yeah, nice. You like this game? Mm-hmm. I got, <laughs> I got some more games he can play when he get back. But yo, yo, okay, I'm gonna let you pick. Nah actually. Yo, yo yo speaking of stuff I was right about. I see I like Camilla Harris now. Not you. But everybody else. <laughs> I y'all y'all should have known, damn, y'all should have known I'll go talk my shit on this cuz I talk, I came on this podcast a couple months ago and I said, "Hey, I got an email from the from the next president of the United States of America." And everybody was like, "Oh, ha huh, huh, I thought you were about to say Bernie Sanders gave you an email or such and such. Whatever the fuck I was saying?"
1: <laughs> and talking so
0: talks like, "Camilla Harris cuz Everybody, you seen that comment section? So you can contest to yeah. this. Wasn't everybody in a mama shitting on Camilla Harris? Yeah, they
1: were losing their mind. They was going.
0: <laughs> they was saying so much shit. I was like, damn. Let me Google this because I'm like, maybe I'm tripping. So I had to Google it. I'm like, oh no, y'all, y'all bugging. But I was like, I'm gonna let you have your opinion because this is not a dictatorship. And this is not, this is not, this is not, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna censor your voice. I'm gonna let you have your voice. But your voice is very wrong. You had people going to the you had people going to the streams calling her a coon, Uncle Tom's. That was That was bugging, and it's still up. Y'all can go look on Because Black and look at it. Which is really funny because she's not for the people that are, y'all was going to y'all was going in. Y'all didn't have no y'all didn't have no smoke for, for for Cory Booker. But Camilla Harris? Ooh-wee. look at look at look
2: at her record not her skin
0: y'all was going y'all was going to fuck in this woman is shit she has done terrible things uh she ain't even black though
1: oh my god <laughs> oh my god
0: just not our she's for the people but not our people Whoo, whoo child y'all was going deep. y'all was man dog. Uh, y'all was going in, y'all was going in, but then I had to remember that y'all y'all don't, y'all don't actually know what the fuck y'all be reading, because y'all just see stuff on the internet, and y'all read it, and y'all don't comprehend it, instead of saying you don't comprehend it, you don't, you, you, people, people trying to tell people what the fuck they supposed to do with their job, I'm like, that, that is, that's not her job, is to defend that type of stuff, I'm not even gonna get into this, because I'm not even gonna get into it on this podcast, because then it'll turn, because I, I got somebody, I want to drag somebody else on this podcast, Yo, by the way, only one person gonna get this joke, but it's, it's it's for that person anyway. Why? Why walk in this hotel room and it was like a a dead bee on the floor? Mm. Only one person gonna get this joke, but it was a dead <laughs> bee on the floor, and I was like, "Oh hell, nah, this is oh hell, nah, It's like oh nobody get jumped. They come to fi- they they can't they finish that person off, then they come finish me. I don't appreciate that." <laughs> it was just one and it was like on the floor this like a really nice hotel too so it's like it was just like laying on the floor i'm like yo this is this is weird <laughs> this is this is weird should i just should i should i leave like should i just go like damn
1: you
0: you I, first of all i felt i felt a little pain for the bee because you know i don't I, I haven't killed i don't kill animals i don't kill anything i don't kill bugs i don't kill nothing i try to get it away so i was like damn little homie was trying to get out the window probably or the room and he couldn't get out the room and he ended up dying so I shed, a, I shed a little thug tear when i picked it up and i placed it outside in like some grass hoping that it was just sleeping hopefully it was sleeping and then it, it can fly away when it wakes up Aww. I don't know, y'all. I'm I'm there. I I I I am. I'm telling y'all. I I I don't know what had happened to me over these past couple years, but I don't kill bugs. I don't do nothing. Like I like I really I really don't feel comfortable doing it anymore. Cause it's 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 a it's a life. It's a life that wants to live. Like even 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 like even like water bugs. I'm like, man. Oh, you got into the studio? Okay, I I would escort you out. Come on, let's go. Or if you ain't bothering me, you could chill. Like you ain't bothering me. I told y'all what what was like a lizard, Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie could just chill. Lizzie could have still been in here to this day, but I was like, I don't got nothing for this. I don't got nothing for this lizard to eat, so I really can't keep him up in here. So I had to get him out. I had to get him out. He didn't want to leave. He looked back at me like, yo, for real, what we doing, dog? I thought we was homies. I felt yo, that shit broke my heart. Like Lizzie was like, hey, bro, so you really need to go leave me here? Yes, okay. I have to. You, you you a you a fucking animal. I can't just leave you in a fucking in a fucking room. In a fucking room in a basement. Oh. Well, you know studio in the basement. Right. So I'm like, it's a nice it's a nice basement, but still a basement nonetheless. So it's like, yo, I really don't have nothing for you to eat. I don't even know what you eat. So you gotta be out there. Why you gotta be free. So Lizzie, if you're out there listening, dog, I, I miss you, man. I miss you. Hold you down. <laughs> Hundred grand hold you down, man. I hold you down. I think about you all the time. I think about you all the time, man. But he eventually...
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: He got it in the end. But yeah, so... Camilla Harris, y'all. Now y'all like, oh, I can see Camilla Harris destroying Donald Trump. You see the way she did Joe Biden? Oh, she gonna kill Donald Trump. I tried to tell y'all. I told y'all, when I said this podcast, I said we need a strong black woman that's gonna get up there and not be intimidated by the words that the that Agent Orange is talking about. She gonna be like, hold on, bro. First of all, that's not facts. Here are the facts. She used to be a district attorney. She used to being a hard ass. That's why I was telling y'all, we don't need nobody that's gonna coddle the nation. We need somebody that's gonna get in and get it done i don't give a fuck who she married to i don't give a fuck who her parents are i just know that when it comes to getting the job done she gonna get the job done like she's not babying nobody like jessica like a lot of people don't like her because she's black and she don't hold black people down and but but what y'all consider holding black people down is to give every black person freedom like free every black person like so at some point we gotta be like yo that motherfucker deserved to be in jail 'Cause y'all be talking about some free, to, y'all be talking about some free, to, free, freer bro, free a dude. He done killed forty five people. He done robbed the bank. He done, he got, you know, God forbid. He done, he done, did a whole bunch of heinous things. But y'all think, oh, because they're black, they should be given a second chance? Because so other people get second chance? No, fuck that. So anyway, Camilla, they on your dick now, and I told him they were gonna be on. I told y'all, I said y'all gonna be back on her dick. I knew it. I knew it. That's why I ain't say nothing to y'all. I said wait till the debates roll around and y'all see how hard she gonna go. Cause when she put Joe Biden in this place, I said, uh, I said, mm, mm, light work, light work, light work. I'm telling <laughs> y'all right. Look, listen, I'm telling y'all right now. I like Bernie Sanders. I like Cory Booker. I like the dude that say he's gonna give us. I don't like Joe Biden. Let's be clear. Joe Biden's history is coming back to bite him in the ass. Joe Biden's history of like, like God damn, This is what the dude we thought was Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe ain't Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe is now Joe Button. Joe Button is Uncle Joe now. Shout out to Joe Button. But Uncle Joe is Joe Button now. It's not, it's not Joe Biden anymore. I like Bernie, but I don't I, I like Bernie, but I don't think Bernie, I I Camilla is the one. I like the dude that says gonna give everybody a thousand dollars. I fuck with Listen, listen, I fucks with that. But as somebody else pointed out, one of my Republican friends pointed this out. He was like, "Yo, that wouldn't that wouldn't work out in the end because most people." And he he was like he was like most people get late will get lazy and not even go to work because if you give them a thousand dollars instead of them taking that thousand dollars to better their life, they're just gonna be like, "Hmm, I already make I already make like a thousand dollars anyway a month, so fuck that. Why go to work?" He was like, that shit gonna be a mess." I'm like, "I don't give a fuck if I if he would give you the if he would give you the ability to be greater and you don't use that ability to be great." Then that's on. It's kind of on you, but I. But I, then, I, then I go back to the situation I was telling you about reparations. How I don't feel like they should give out reparations till you teach people to be financial financial literacy, and we build a construct where that the money that you give the give the black people in the reparations situation doesn't just go back to white corporations, because that's all it's gonna go back to right now. So if I was a, if I was a corporation, I'd be pushing for reparations every day because you know they're gonna spend that money right back with you right especially in their own neighborhood you don't have you don't have a construct you don't have a plant They, you know do you know what do you know what the fuck's gonna go on so it's, i always see so whenever i see corporations like so it's like yeah I, i'm all so i'm all for reparations but if you're gonna give out reparations then you need, need to be a plan in place and i'm not talking about a plan for the government i'm talking about the plan for the black people to get the money i need these black people to get these money build these beauty supply stores build up the community they are in and, and go ha ha Joke's on you, bitch! You're not getting my dollar. I'm not buying a Cadillac. I'm not buying a car. I'm not buying a fancy. I'm not buying anything. I'm staying in my hood. You give me my couple of dollars. You give him his couple of dollars. We built, we you know, they built other communities they're in, and then it's all, and then you know, ha ha, joke got played on you. Finesse you, Finesse your ass. That's what I want to happen. What I know is gonna happen is a bunch of people gonna buy a whole bunch, of, a whole bunch of innards, gonna buy a whole bunch of materialistic bullshit, and they're gonna be still in the same position because they were never given the opportunity to get out of it actually that's why i don't want it because they're gonna fake like they're gonna give you situation they're gonna fake you know like you give somebody something you you know like mm-hmm. they say give a man a fish he eat for a day teach a man to fish he, he eat forever yeah so i feel like that's what's going to happen and a lot of people just short-sighted in it like hey free money no I, that's why that's like my fear because my fear is they're gonna give you the money and then after that we're gonna cut we gonna cut social. well they're gonna already cut social security let's be clear they're gonna cut social security we 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 pay okay. all this. We pay listen. We pay all this money. We pay all this fucking money in taxes and social security. We pay all this money to take care of all these bullshit ass people. They don't give a fuck about us. They talk all this shit about us millennials. Now we're paying their social security. But when we get old, it ain't gonna be no social security. But when they give out them reparations, they gonna be like, okay. We gonna take we gonna take away food stamps. We are gonna take away public assistance. We are gonna take away you know child the child care since because we gave y'all money. This is gonna be like the the out front money. Like hey, we gave we gave y'all this money. Now 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 y'all, now y'all on your own. Now y'all gotta do something with it. So that's my that's always my fear of it. Is the government always looking for a way to pull the pull the rug off from the people that are less fortunate? And when they do pull their rug out, we still because a lot of y'all like to bitch and moan about about I didn't I didn't even mean to talk about this on this podcast. I don't even know what the hell I was talking about i just i'm just going with the flow i have a whole bunch of topics that i wanted to talk about that i'm not even talking about which is funny but yeah but anyway somebody needs to hear this. i don't know who needs to hear this but a lot of y'all don't pay a lot of money in taxes that go towards food stamps and even if they do eliminate food stamps public systems all these other things they help the they help the people that live in poverty live a, live a little bit better we still can get taxed the same amount of money Mm-hmm. i think i said this on this podcast before i'd rather i'd rather they give that money to a person that got seven kids or whatever because it's first of all them seven kids that have to be born them seven kids that have to be put in the situation they is i'd rather they get that money i don't care how the fuck them people doing with that shit long as they budget long they can do what the fuck they want to do i'd rather give those people the money than to let have to let, let the government have it you're basically paying to live in america after that you're basically paying to work in America. Think about that shit. So next thing I want to bitch and moan about fucking food stamps. Some of y'all pay uh, some of y'all, some of y'all probably give a dollar a paycheck to food stamps. If that. I think I think because it's it's way smaller than that, to be real. I think it's like 17. You better get 17 cent.
1: Hmm.
0: All that shit go to fucking all that shit go to all crowd and crazy shit. Man, listen, start making some wait till y'all make some real money. Wait till, wait till some of y'all make some money, money. I be, looking at my, I be looking at my paycheck like, man, you don't get the fuck out of my... I be wanting to fight. I be wanting to fight. <laughs> like,
1: hey,
0: what the... F- you gonna say... You saw this 25... Oh I'm getting mad thinking about it because I'm like, yo, all this part of my paycheck. I don't, I, I don't remember seeing you... I don't remember seeing Uncle Sam working. Woo! Preach. I not I don't
1: remember
0: seeing Uncle Sam working on these designs. I don't remember seeing Uncle Sam late nights working on stuff. I remember seeing Uncle Sam, but when but when, but when, when tax time come around, Uncle Sam wants some money, because I, I, I don't get tax refund. I have to pay taxes. Let's be clear. I don't get a tax refund. I pay fucking taxes, and that shit, they going to punch somebody. Then when I was trying to pay the taxes, and then they didn't want the tax because the government was shut down, so I had nobody to pay the taxes to. Man, listen. Yeah. I already don't want to
2: give
0: you the money. Now I got to fight you now i gotta fight and for- now i gotta force the money onto something man y'all listen i run the run. i didn't want to run off and account and chill out i did not want to run off man i, I was like man it, it already hurts to get out this money now i have to wait to get out this money like come on man <laughs> let's get let's get let's, let's 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 go to a lighter topic now. because i'm getting mad i'm getting mad about i hate taxes i hate them
1: i know me too <laughs>
0: Be paying taxes for schools. I'm like, I ain't got no child in this district. I ain't got a child. <laughs> like, like I consider the JJ's. I consider the JJ's and Maya and my niece, Kylie, my child, my children. So can, so can my, ta- can the money I pay in taxes for the for the schools go to like the schools they go to? Like, can I like <laughs> direct it to them? Well, Maya, I could, happy birthday, Maya. My my turned 21. So like happy at 12 birthday. o'clock night, she probably be getting drunk. Hope she get really drunk. And then the next morning she realized that was stupid, and then she never do it again. <laughs> Cause she been bugging me about this shit since she was like seventeen. You know, when I'm twenty one, can I drink now? Cause I told her you drink before you twenty one. We're gonna we're we, we gonna we're gonna have a discussion.
1: <laughs> so yeah,
0: so yeah, she's probably somewhere,
1: somewhere getting drunk
0: one time, one time, one time only. <laughs> She gonna wake up, ooh, I shouldn't do that. I'm um, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna text her in the morning, like, uh-huh. You should never did that, huh? Sure, like, what you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. How does he know? I, know? I just know, seeing that dog, I'm everywhere. But yeah. We should talk about something lighter. You wanna you wanna you wanna laugh?
1: Of course. I always do.
0: So, little Nas X. I got the horses in the bag. Who's in the past? Lil Nas X. A couple. I seen this a couple of weeks ago, and I wasn't gonna talk about. I, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast, but it, but I felt I would be doing the same thing that those people were doing. Only I'd be doing it in a positive night night light, defending him against the homophobia that those people were displaying. But a, a couple like a couple of weeks a couple of weeks ago, people found out that Lil Nas X used to be like a, a Nicki Minaj standy at like a Barbie account or whatever, and like. Basically, in finding out that, they found out that Lil Nas X is gay. So they was running around, spreading that information, and they was doing it in like a very homophobic way. And I was going to get on the podcast and I was going to defend him like, hey, you know, let that man live his fucking life, blah, 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 blah. But even in doing that, I would have been inadvertently outing him for sexuality for his sexuality he wasn't putting out in the public yet. So I didn't say nothing. I let it ride. I didn't even say nothing on Twitter. I, mean, I almost said something on Twitter. I said no. I'm be doing the same thing, only defending him because he haven't said nothing. So today he decided, hey, that's in, you know, it's in gay, gay Pride month, with this nice little, with this nice little tweet to let y'all know I'm gay. So shout out to Lil Nas, man. He came, he came out let you hoes know that he, that he, that he gay. So now, so I, I, I'm petty. So when I seen it, I was like. <laughs> All these homophobic people that like that like Lil Nas X are now shook. 'Cause you 'cause you homophobic people was enjoying I Got the Horses in the Bag. Boosh got and tags. You know, y'all was enjoying this great y'all was enjoying this great song with your kids. But now you're homophobic. Yeah, now you're homophobic, so your kids can't listen to listen to Old Town Road anymore, and they're gonna ask you, Mom, Dad, why can't I listen to Old Town Road? And then you gotta explain to them that your homophobia won't let them listen to it. But your kids, they're not homophobic because they know you are a piece of shit, and they're not. So they're gonna be like, Yo, you bugging? And they're gonna be like, Well, I'ma take my oars to the Old Town Road, gonna ride to it can't no more. <laughs>
1: gonna be listening?
0: to yo my my new song, my new I like I like rodeo with with um with Cardi B. He got his his, his song rodeo with Cardi B is banging. <laughs> you have to listen to that. If y'all have not heard rodeo, you have to listen to rodeo. Also Panini, hey Panini. Don't you be I like his music because his music is just like some shit like you can enjoy it. Like yeah. his, he don't take it too serious. Hey Panini. Don't you be so needy. Take from me, I do like. I do like he has. I do like that he has Nirvana, the Nirvana Bridge. Take from me what you want from me, but yo. Yeah, so listen to Panini. Listen to listen to Rodeo Closure. Clo Enclosure. He actually tells y'all he's gay. He said, "Yo, I was telling y'all I was gay." Then he's like, "My album. He was like, my uh, my EP cover has like a rainbow, uh, rainbow lights on a building." He was like, "I'm telling. I was telling y'all I was I was I was gay." <laughs> so shout out to Lil Nas X man, I fuck a I love Lil Nas X. He's cool. He's cool in my book. I like Lil Nas. I like Lil Nas X and I like Bill Billy Eng- English. Shout out to her too. Y'all let her. Y'all let her arms breathe. I I like the. I like I like I like I like those type of you because they're preaching. They're they're showing you. Hey, you don't have to talk about drugs and all this other stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because
0: I do feel look. I was I was watching the Joe Budden interview with Russ. Shout out to Joe Budden. Pull up episode eight, episode eight, season two. He was talking to Russ, and I feel and I feel exactly how Russ feels. I he felt because it well Russ, you know y'all know Russ. Like actually, it's funny because Lady Godiva put me on to Russ, and then I was like, oh, because you 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 put you posted the song I'm gonna do it myself. No told mm-hmm. me, no i gonna do it myself. And I was like, "Oh, should I like this song?" So I started looking at his back catalog, right? And I came upon this song called "What They Want." And I'm watching the video, and when it come on, I'm like that jacket looks familiar. <laughs> and then he did <laughs> it like did it show the front of him? I'm like this motherfucker is wearing Sanquin.
1: I fucks <laughs> with Russ.
0: I fucks <laughs> with Russ, bro. I was like, "Yo, okay, I'm instantly a fan." Cause I'm like, "Yo, this man is out here wearing Sanquin." I've I've been Mm -hmm. fucking with Russ ever since, and I don't even know Russ. I've never spoke to Russ. I don't even know Russ. So it's like, yo, this dude was like, yo, that shit is dope. Dope enough to wear my fucking music video. I fucks with Russ. (laughs) And I I like that Russ is self-efficient. Russ was like, yo... People don't really fuck with me like that in the main screen. But what I do is I stick with with my audience. I know my audience. I talk to my audience. So I do my music. That's how I'm able to make $30 million in a year. Because I stick with my audience. I know my audience. And I know who the fuck I fuck with. I make my own shit because... I, You know I have I like it a certain way when I needed other people to do it They wouldn't do it. He basically he would tell you he'd tell y'all like a lot of people take Russ's confidence for cockiness Which which I which which granted comes off is that way But if you actually listen to what he's saying and you if you're in the industry then you get it Like it's really funny when I see people in the industry and, like they don't get it. If you're in the industry you get it music It's one of the most universal connected things in the world, enjoyed by the masses on a daily basis and vital for survival of the work week for most. To help you stay connected to the music you love, we want to give you three months of Apple Music for free. With a library of 45 million songs, the music will never stop. Click the link in the description of this podcast episode and enjoy. Also, make sure to join us on Fridays for the Awkward Vibes playlist presented by Apple Music. That link is also in the description. Now, let's get back to this episode. Lady Godiva mm-hmm. gets I know Lady Godiva gets it because I oh listen. <laughs> when Rusty to my, I mixed and mastered and created this shit myself. I mixed and mastered, recorded it, wrote the lyrics, the artwork. I, I totally get it because if somebody that has to do all that shit yourself, you don't want it, you don't want certain people touching your shit because they don't want to do I, it. They don't want to do they will fuck it up. They will have an attitude when you tell them that you want it this way. And third. People will fuck up your shit and then get an attitude with you about it.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't mean you nothing know, to them. To it like, means
0: absolutely nothing yeah. to them. Or or you'll reach out to somebody and they'll fl- and they'll flex on you. Up fu- like what the fuck? Like no? Like that? De- like they will? They single handedly like people will single handedly treat you like shit till your till your main screen popping. Now all of a sudden everybody want to be your friend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like why? So it's like why? So it's like why even deal with any of that? Where you could just honestly be yourself, do your own shit. The people you came in with is the people you should leave with. My mom always told me, leave the party with the people you came to. With you came people you came with. That's a that that'd be my philosophy. The crew small, the crew small. You got you add as you go when you find other people that's passionate. You don't need to have a big ass crew. So anyway, what was I talking about? I don't even remember anymore. So yeah. Oh, oh, so Russ Russ was talking about the music industry. He was like, well, the hip-hop music industry is ran by a bunch of white people that really don't contribute to the culture, and they just, you know, they just, but they're dictating the culture, because you got a whole bunch of white kids on the internet telling people, you know, got a whole bunch of white kids behind meme accounts telling other kids what's popping and what's not, but what they're gravitating towards is the drug use shit, because it sounds cool, so you have a whole bunch of kids that really don't live this life or know anything about this life, or black to begin with because you know they're just visitors in the black culture which is hip-hop i said that shit we're not gonna goddamn act like it's not that he said that shit we all we, let's be real the hip-hop culture is fucking black culture so you got a whole bunch of people as visitors in the in culture trying to dictate the culture mm. he was talking about there was somebody it was it was a good interview it was it was a great i had to watch the interview because i don't to repeat everything, to to repeat everything, to span upon everything he said it would take a take like the damn the two the interview was two hours. I didn't realize it was two. That's how good it was. I'm like, damn, it's like I've been watching this shit forever. That shit was two hours. Really? Yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed it. So when y'all get some time, y'all should watch it. Rust. Joe Button pull up is on YouTube. Y'all should watch it. It's really, is re- is really fucking good. Like you would be like, wow, he's making he makes a lot of points because that that honestly is they perpetuate record labels will perpetuate stereotypes of black people. Like look at all the look at all the black t- think about this think about this. Besides Lil Nas X, besides Lil Nas X actually, besides Lil Nas X, think about the next young rap artist you know and what they rap about. Now understand from a standpoint, not every young person does that rap that you know the young people do. But that's just a perpetual but that's just a stereotype that's been perpetuated. That's that's what's being pushed by the record labels. Because every little cause then every look 'cause every look for every little Nas X, you got like fifty million of them that talk about weed and all this other shit. Like little Nas X just so happened to break out. Yeah. So it's like they so it's like the music industry could take a turn where it where it promotes positivity but they know they don't have to when you don't have to do something you're not going to do it but th- that's I, I i'm sorry lady goddiver you don't get to talk so much this episode i'm sorry can i keep on talking because we about to i'm about the like three people that listen to this podcast about to be happy because we're talking about the record labels i'm about to defend taylor swift I'm about to defend. Look, look, at Rachel at home. Like,
1: yes, yeah, I knew you was a Swiftie. I knew you would come back to us. I knew it. I knew
0: it. <laughs> she, she, t- she said she she sent me a message on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, whatever hell. What, what she sent me? Instagram. She probably do Facebook now. She's gonna do Facebook now to be funny because I said it. But <laughs> she probably sent me a message right now. So shout to shout out to Rachel and her friends, Swifties, the, shout out to the Swiftie squad. I'm not fully back. Listen, before I even start this, I'm not fully back in, so don't 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 think I'm back in the clan. I'm not in the clan, because <laughs> cause I'm fu- I'm not fully back in, and I'm gonna explain why. So recently, Scooter Bronson he bought Biddle Big 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 Music. Actually, I shouldn't even say the name of the company. I shouldn't even say the name of the record label. He bought the record label that Taylor Swift was in to last year. That Taylor Swift was on to last year. He bought the record label for three hundred million dollars. First of all, where the fuck did Scooter Bronze get three hundred million dollars? Jesus yeah. Christ! Scooter Bronze has been making a lot of money. I remember, I remember, when I first met Scooter Braun. Was at a two K party, and he had this little, he had this little kid with him, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was like, "Yo, I, you know, because you know, in the industry shit. You know, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up, man? You know, this is my artist. Who? Him? Who? Who is him, man? You got like a five year old with you? Who the fuck? Who the fuck is this five year old? You know? I'm like, I'm like, who? Who? He's like, him. So I'm looking around like, who the fuck is he talking about, dude? I'm standing right next to him. I said, "Oh, okay." I said, "Hey, how you doing, young man?" He said, "Hey, how you doing? My name is Justin Bieber." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, cool. That's nice to meet you, young man." You know, I can't. You know, I'm. I'm like, okay, it's nice to meet you, young man. I don't. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know because it was like, you know, you know, this me and Usher. He said, "Me, this is me and Usher's new art." I was like, "Get the f- nigga black frog." What? Bro, what the- what the fuck, y'all gonna do with this little boy? So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. You know. <laughs> Fast forward. He made one less lonely girl. But like, I didn't know he made it. Crystal was mm-hmm. like, yo, have you heard this new artist? Blah, 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 Justin Bieber. I am like, <laughs> Justin Bieber. I know that name from somewhere. So she sent me the link on Twitter. <laughs> and I go click it. And I'm like, that's <laughs> the little boy. He, he's older now by the day. He's like, 13 or 12 or whatever. I'm like, oh, I know that little boy, Justin Bieber, and that shit was snapping. I can't deny it. I like Justin Bieber music. I like One mm-hmm. Less Lonely Girl. He came out with Baby. I was. I like Justin Bieber's music. I like all copy music. So I love Justin Bieber's music. I like Justin Bieber up to the point where that video came out of him, saying, him singing Nigger.
1: He did?
0: Oh, you never seen the video of Justin Bieber singing the word, singing, harmonizing the word, Nigger? No. Yeah, he was like 12. 10 or whatever however fucking old he was but justin Bieber was like on camera like hi my name is justin Bieber," like every like introducing himself and shit like this is like a real this is like a real thing he was like singing he was y'all look it up it's on youtube he was harmonizing the words nigger let me hold on actually let me let me try to bring this up on my phone like i'm dead it's really uh, i don't know a lot because a lot of people they sweat that they try to sweep that shit on the rug real quick that's like that. That was my mm-hmm. turn off from Justin Bieber. I think on this podcast we talked about how Justin Bieber's got I, I, Justin Bieber for a long ass time. I I still don't fuck with Justin Bieber. I don't fuck with Justin Bieber. Hold on, let me see. Y'all y'all hold on one moment. while I see. Can I type this in? Justin Bieber nigger. Cause this is like a real thing, and I'm not even making shit up. Let's see, nigga. I don't think it's saying that. Oh yeah, here it goes. Justin Bieber uses the N word and joke and jokes about joining the KKK. Hold on, y'all. It's Justin
1: Bieber, be one less if I kill you. I'll be part of the KKK. Then there'll be
0: one less low me. There'll be one less low me. Him and his friends are, like, cracking up about this. All in the camera. Then after he's done, he's like, ooh, let me see this.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, I thought it was, like, public information. What the fuck? And like somebody in the comment section said how did Yo, I'm not I don't know who's in the back laughing, but people are speculating that it was his mother. I don't know who was in the background laughing. But yeah, people but, but yeah, if y'all didn't know that, yeah, that that's real. You can look it up. I'm not making up shit. It's not a parody or nothing. You can look up Justin Beaver uses the N word and jokes about joining the KKK, Or you could just type in Justin Beaver nigger and it'll come up. You can see his video it's 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 clearly it's clearly him in the video. It's like a real thing that's why like that's why like i always cringe when i see certain artists do things with people it's like yo this this the same it's the same like i haven't listened to a justin beaver album or song ever since then like ever since when that came out i was like oh wow so wow like mm, so really like it wasn't, it wasn't you it was rapping a rap song and you were saying the N word cause whatever. Cause I mean, that's not whatever, but it's like, that's excusable. Like you're not calling somebody a nigga, right? Like it's like, you can, you know, like you, you know, like certain things, but like, okay, I get the con you shouldn't do that, but I get the context in which you're doing it. But that right there, you remixing your own song. is called people one less lonely nigger. If I kill you, I'll be part of the clan and the KKK. And it will be one less. Lonely. That's the inexcusable, but I'm ranting.
1: I'm raining. Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry, Taylor Swift. I'm raining. So anyway, yo. <sighs> so Scooter Bronze, that Scooter Bronze is the manager of Justin Bieber still. Scooter Bronze bought the, the record label that you that Taylor Swift used to be signed to when she used to make country music and I used to be so Team Swift. That's when I was I was Team Swift like a motherfucker. I love I love Country Taylor pop 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 taylor is cool but everybody know i love country taylor country taylor is my shit you throw some you thrown that red album 1987 you thrown on that 1987 bro listen i'm 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 swiffy in this bitch anyway so anyway she he bought the record label which means that he owns the masters for all the music she recorded Taylor Swift has been for months and years, months and years, trying to buy back her masters from the record label that owns it, which is that record label that I won't say the name of. She's been trying for months and years or whatever, and they won't let and they won't let her buy it. So with him buying that company, he now owns her masters. He, I'm not gonna say he. I don't want to spec. I don't want spe, to speculate. I can't because I can't. I can't tell somebody their intent for doing something, but I can just tell y'all that everybody is fully aware of this company. Owning the masters of Taylor Swift music. They also own Florida, Florida, Georgia Line, Reba McIntyre. It's a big it's a big it's a big country label. Mind you, Scooter Bronson is the manager of Kanye West. Scooter Bronson is the manager of Taylor's of Justin Beaver. He's the oh baby, I I don't want to drag you into this, but I'm just I'm just telling you how it is. I'm not even saying you involved in this. I'm just saying your name in this. He's also the manager of Demi Lovato, yeah. so he's the manager of a lot of people that don't like Taylor Swift. I'm just telling y'all the facts. I'm not on nobody's side on that part because y'all know I love Demi Lovato. So he's on the side of a people, a lot of people that don't like Taylor Swift. So Taylor honestly feels like this is like a move. She stayed on her blog. This is a move to just fuck with her. Like this is a move to own her. Because she said that the the owner of the record label knows for a fucking fact that if it's one person in the world she don't want owning her masters, is that person. Because whenever she brought him up, it's either, she said it's either crying or his name sent out of her mouth. She don't like him. He don't like her. They don't like each other. They're mortal enemies at this point. The owner of the record label knows that. She said, "I knew that one day he would sell the record label. I wanted to buy my own fucking masters, and he knew I wanted to buy my masters. I should have had the ability to buy my masters because if he was selling, if he was selling the company for three hundred million, Taylor Swift got three hundred million. I, I'm not even pocket watching, but I, I, could, I could, I could tell you Taylor Swift could have bought Taylor Swift could have bought the company, or Taylor Swift you could have let Taylor Swift buy her masters, but you sold it to a dude. Me. You sold it to a dude who." Who don't like her, who she states she don't like either. Like they don't like each other. That's that's like if Lady Godiva, that's like if I own a record label and I got Lady Godiva signed and Lady Godiva doesn't like MC Shamala, and MC Shamala come along and try to buy the company. I'm not selling it to MC Shamala. I don't care how much money he offers me. In fact, I'm telling I'm telling i I'm telling Lady Godiva, hey, such and such is trying to buy my company. I know you don't like him. Would you like to buy your master so you could be occluded out of this sale? cause this he's giving me a big number what you think about it. If, 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 if it's something, cause I don't, you know, you never know somebody down in luck. So you might be down in your luck, but I'm still going to tell Swift first. Hey, would you like to buy your masters? Here's their number. Here's that number. You could buy that. Or if just to be quite frank, Taylor Swift, to made you a lot of money over these years. You should gift her her masters. She's not to buy the person that put you, the person that put you on. She had to put, you, she had to pay you out for the shit that they did for you. Cause it was a mutually, it was mutually beneficial for you and her to be on that record label. right she outgrew the record label you should say hey thank you for all the money you have made me here's your masters artists y'all should always own your masters to begin with but you know taylor swift signed the deal when she was 15 so she didn't know the potential of her masters her parents didn't know the potential of masters so she didn't know what the fuck she was getting to she just know that she was gonna get a record deal everybody's happy blah 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 you made some money you just happened to become a superstar in the process But the one thing I don't like that Taylor Swift did is Taylor. You are the one time that you were actually a victim in something. You chose to double down on it in the most malicious and nasty way. You brought, I don't even like Kanye West like that no more. We all know I don't. But you brought Kim Kardashian and Kanye West in this. And they need to be brought in this. You talked about how Kim Kardashian posted that illegal recording of you and her having a conversation with Kanye West. Fuck, listen here. You're not going to be the baby. You the victim. You you so used to playing like you the victim that you don't even realize when you really are the victim. You don't know what to do when you really are the victim. <laughs> because you brought up a situation where you wasn't the victim. Because again, Kanye West said, Hey, I'm going to say in this song, I feel like me and, St- me and Taylor might still have sex. Why I made that bitch famous? And you said, "Ooh, I like that. It's sensa- it's sensational. Like you like you was into that shit. You said I'm gonna be on the red carpet. I'm gonna pretend like I don't like that. And then I'm like, ha ha. Um, no, you said I'm gonna pretend like I don't like it. I'm gonna come out and say I don't like it. And then on the red carpet I'm like, ha ha. We got you. I love that song. He been let me hear that. That was the plan. Then you deviated from the plan when you seen that everybody was on your side and they was bigging you up to heights that you have never been before. And you was already the superstar. You was already that motherfucker. So you you decided to go along with it, and then you got on that Grammy stage and told Kanye West that he can suck a dick and he can go, he can, he can go where the sun don't shine and fuck you this, that, and the third. You went, you, you dissed the fuck out of him when the original plan was not that. So Kim Kardashian defended her husband as she should fucking do. Say, hey, let me put out this video, cause I'm pretty sure, cause you know, Keeping Up Kardashians record 24/7. They probably recording right now. So it's like she said, hey, let me put out this video for y'all to understand that my husband. Is not is not attacking Taylor Swift that Taylor Swift actually fucking knew. So she did what the fuck she supposed to do. She did what a down ass bitch supposed to do. So you're not the victim in that. When Kanye West did that when Kanye West did that naked video for fame, that shit was stupid. I don't even know the fuck going on with that. That still don't got nothing to do with Scooter. Like stop dragging. I don't even like I God damn it. I'm out here defending Taylor Swift and Kanye West. And y'all know I don't like neither one of them that much anyway. So it's like, stop dragging this motherfucker into a conversation that don't need to be brought up. Because he has nothing to do with any of this. You don't like Scooter? Cool. Scooter shit on your masters, I fucking agree. But we are not going to keep on dragging this black man to this shit. Because now, now it's getting like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you're trying to get all, like, you're trying to get sympathy points, cool. But yo, you can do it in the back. We already on your side. Yeah. We already like yes, you should own your fucking masters. Artists should own their fucking masters. That's disgusting that they were selling your masters to a person that they know don't you don't like. But now it's like what the fuck, Taylor, Taylor baby, come on. Come on. Cuz we're not going to go up and down this hill again cuz you was wrong in that. And you don't want your wrongness, you don't want that to become the topic because then people are going to start calling you out for their wrongness and that. And then they're going to totally negate the fact that you're, that you're, that this, psycho, this psychological warfare is being played on you right now by somebody owning your, man. this man can, this man, this man can, this man can completely ruin, Scooter Bronze can completely ruin your legacy right now. And I feel like you honestly care more about getting the point than, but I really feel like you feel like more, you feel more. Of playing the victim card with the Kanye West situation that she was never a victim in, so I hope she get it together and f- and focus on the fucking the fucking point at hand, which is Scooter Bronson should not be owning your masters.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Jesus
0: Christ, Scooter Bronson out here owning your master? You out here talking about Justin Bieber tweeting a picture saying, "Hey, hey, hey, Taylor Swift, what's up?" Like, girl, Justin Bieber trash. He been trash. He tried to do a rebrand on y'all ass. Y'all fell for it, but he been trash. I right? I seen somebody wearing a shirt that says, "The internet never forgets." The internet never forgets, baby. Cause that's a whole bunch of people first time hearing you seen "One Less Lonely Nigga." But goddamn it, I ain't forget. Mm. I thought you was a sweet innocent. I thought you was a sweet innocent kid when I met you, but obviously that wasn't. <sighs> that's was a lot
1: to
0: take in. It really is. Like people, people are nuts, man. People are nuts. I <laughs> that was a lot. That took a lot. Yeah, that took a lot. Cause that's cra- cause I'm like Taylor. I'm on your side, Taylor. I feel like you should own your master. You work hard. You put in that work. You took that risk. You made that. You made. You made that. I'm not gonna say you made that company what you made it, but you put. But you. But you. But you, but you put your blessed attention to your records. You should own your masters. But just. Sh- but you just. Just leave Kanye West and Kim Kardashian out of this. <laughs> I know it's a cool thing to like this Kanye West now. But god damn it, come on. Like like Shaka Khan. I love Shaka Khan. But Shaka Khan said she did not like the sample that Kanye West had on Through the Wire. She didn't like that it was sped up and all this stuff. shit. She said she hated it. But she never told him he had she hated it. And she performed it at um 2004 at the v- at the uh, at VA. Damn, nigga. Yo, don't don't text me. Talk some yo. And I say, what's up? And you say, hit my line. Bro, just text me whatever the fuck you talking about. <laughs> hit my line. Bro, what? How about you call me? But I'm recording a podcast, so I'm not going to call you back. So, no. If y'all not from Atlanta, y'all don't know what the hell I just did. Or y'all don't even know the reference. But if you're from Atlanta, you just die laughing at me saying it like that. Other people are like, what is he talking about? Why he saying it like that? But yo, shout out to Ryan Cameron. Black people. <laughs> I hope a lot of y'all are from Atlanta. Cause if y'all not from Atlanta if nobody listened to this podcast from Atlanta, then that, that wasn't funny to nobody. And now I feel bad. Black
1: people.
0: We should talk about some black people. Woo. Taylor Swift. But yeah, Taylor Swift, I'm on your side. But come on, girl. You've been you've been you've been faking victims so long, you don't even know how to be one. She said, she said, I'm just saying, she said, yo, let me get the you know what else I'm mad about? <laughs> you know what else? You remember that revenge porn? I said, Oh my god, what the fuck is she talking about? And then she got Justin <laughs> Beaver to tweet me. He got Justin Beaver to t- like, girl, you out here, girl, you out here, girl, you out here conspiracy theory. She said, "Yo, you, you. Then you got Justin Bieber to tweet a picture of him FaceTiming with you and and Scooter and Kanye West. He out here bullying. I was like, Taylor, baby, no, Taylor, no, no, baby, no. You just making up shit now. You just making up shit. That's 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 real. When they say that, that's reel it in. That's reel it in because you just making up shit now. None of this shit got to do with the point. Get to the point that he should be owning your masters, and fuck him and all of that shit. But yo."
1: Woo!
0: I I I I guess while I'm hot, I should come in hotter. Yo, I, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna take a break real quick and talk about. V, yo, everybody, everybody, I want y'all to call the hotline right now. Call the hotline right now and tell me, who is the biggest artist to come out of Atlanta? Not, not who are the best, not who is the greatest. Who are the biggest named artists come out of Atlanta right now? Cause shout out to Hot 107.9, Hot One of Hot Hot 107, hot 107, hot, hot 107.9. I said, well, I said hot 1079, that is the same shit. Hot 1079 put up a poll and it was like, no, they put up a, they put up a thing and it was talking about who the highest artists come out of Atlanta. And I felt like that list was trash. And I want to put together my own list and I've been doing research because I, but I wanted, I was going to, I wanted, I was going to talk about it on this episode, but I, 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 got, I want to get to something more important. So I want y'all to call the hotline number. The hotline number is 732 655. 8420. Again, this the I'm about to say San one. The i about to say the hot one seven nine number 2 I'm tripping. The the Minority Podcast hotline number is seven three two six five five eight four two zero. 8420 I want to know who y'all think is the highest to come out because I got a list. I'm probably it's probably I'm probably gonna do a next podcast episode. Or I might do a. I might it might honestly be a special podcast episode alone by itself because oh my god, it's 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 some good shit. Cause Hot 107.9, Seven Nine, I'm alumni, so I shouldn't really be saying this type of shit. But that lay list was trash. They had the Migos on there. Mm-hmm. Now I don't. Now listen, the Migos are not popping the, the people claiming them to be, and I don't even mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying they're not as nationally known as a lot of other people. I think they had the they ain't had no chat. They ain't had no again Gambino on there.
1: Wow. They had no, the- they had no two chains
0: it, the list was disrespectful. I'm not going to talk too much about my list because my list is lit. Like my list I had to do research. Like my list cuz cuz my list cuz my list my list originally, I'm going to keep it about 50 with y'all. My list originally didn't have Jeezy on it. Because I was trying not to be biased, and I remember Jeezy's run, and I was like, yo, it should be Jeezy on there, but I don't think Jeezy should be on there, because do people know Jeezy outside of rap music? But I'm like, Jeezy's the shit. You know, like you're try- I'm trying not to be biased with it, right? I'm like, then what? First, I'm going to stack my flow. Then what? Then I'm going to stack some more. <laughs> then what? He sounded i to hide the rest of the yams in my auntie house. Get fresh and jump in one. Man, I remember Jeezy Run. Jeezy Run was something that I'd never seen in my life. But I'm like, okay. These rap, these white. Because the way I judge the biggest is if people, is if like more than black people know you. Cause mm-hmm. you know, cause I'm like, okay, but I remember, I'm like, the, cause the white kids in my school, they love Jeezy, but they like rap music. So I'm like, it's, so is the, the run that big? So I'm mad. So, so I, we probably seen my status on Facebook the other day. I was there warp tour asking people, random people, do they know who young Jeezy is? Cause warp tour was the best gauge to see whether or not right? they know is young Jeezy as big as I thought he was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When I tell you, I was so proud that all those kids was like, yeah, I know Jeezy, young Jeezy. I like, call, I like call my friend's mom. I was like, Do you know young G? I said, Do you? I said, Hey, I said, Hey, I said, Hey, redacted. I said, Do you know who young GZ? And she goes, I keep that white girl, Christina Aguilera. The money too loud, but boy, we can't hear you. If you, <laughs> we don't even want to hear that the money ain't the top and them boys want to tell, man, you know, you need to stop. Like she, like I was like, Oh, oh, it's lit. I remember she used to be, I remember I had to explain to her why she couldn't, why she shouldn't sing. And when he get on, he like, yo, ask for a white girl. I, I was trying to explain to her why she shouldn't sing that so loudly, ever. Because obviously my mom's white. My mom's friend is white. I mean, my mom, my mom, my mom, my mom, my mom. My mom's going to kill me. I always call my mom white. And I always say my mom hates black people. And she don't like that shit. But I'm like, you hate black people. Just fucking admit it. Just fucking admit it y'all this is a joke y'all she don't hate black people but i don't think my mom know that many black people not even in a bad way she just she just went she's one of those black people that she grew up in the, she grew up in a um she grew up in a time where if you're not a black person like if you're not with the black because my mom don't listen to rap music My mom was we talk about the podcast a lot. My mom listened to a lot of rock and like a little bit of R and B, but but she wasn't really like big into rap. So she wasn't a stereotypical black person. So when you wasn't a stereotypical black person, black people really wouldn't fuck with you. Mm
2: -hmm. So she
0: really don't have that many black friends. So yeah, I always always jokingly say she hate black people, but she hate when I say that shit. So I'm gonna stop saying it because she don't take it as a joke. She get offended. Like, man, you don't like black people, man. Like, I tell people all the time you don't like black people. be calling, people, people, I remember when I was younger, people would call the house and, like, she'll answer the phone. And they'd be like, yo, I called, I called you the other day. Like, no, you didn't. Like, yes, I did. But you gave me some number some white lady. Cause you know, cause you know, <laughs> oh back God. in the, cause back in the, cause you know, back in the day, you had to call the house and ask to speak to somebody. They said, well, I'll call you and then some white lady pick up. So I thought I had the wrong number, so I just hang up. <laughs> So yeah, that so yeah that was the, so that was the, so yeah that was the way shit. So that was the way. So yeah, I I, I want apologize to my mom. Now, fuck that a joke is a joke. Man, we too sensitive nowadays. Man, you can't even joke is because obviously it's a joke when you say black people when you say a black person don't like black people.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe she like her Indian side more. She like her. Okay, I'm joking. I'm joking. Let me stop. Let me stop. She come. She gonna fucking murder me. If I even get murdered, with my mom. He keep on saying I like black people. I love black people. Ain't your daddy black? Well, he's he's German black. Do that count? Hey, motherfucker! Now you saw like now I saw like Camilla Harris trying to yo. People was like yo, she's not. Her parents weren't born in America, so she's not black. Like bro, that's not what makes you black. You could be born. You could be born anywhere in the country. If you're black, you're black. You could be born anywhere in the world. You could be black and not born in America. That's not black that's not the only black people so so you mean tell me people in india india yeah people in india can be black too but you're trying to tell me people in england ain't black because they weren't born in america y'all y'all are nuts
1: <laughs>
0: y'all are nuts like well she didn't have to grow up doing the jim crow like bro yeah. first of all some of y'all black people be just as dumb as the white people that be saying that shit you think if a black person didn't grow up during the Jim Crow era, Jim Crow era, then they don't know what racism is, nigga. They, nigga, the racism didn't just all of a sudden die. But anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, so yeah, people, people, white people love, people love Jesus. So my list is going to be officially lit. But anyway, I want to talk about a person that I really don't think like black people. And I'm not even trying to be funny. I, I, I say I think he don't because I don't know him. I don't know his pure. I don't know the purity of his heart. But my I, Michael Jordan is a Michael Jordan is a fucking asshole. And I don't think that gets discussed enough in society. Mm-hmm. I seen his tweet the other day. And I shared on my I shared on my Insta story too. Charles Barkley, <laughs> shout out to Charles Barkley, friend of the show. Charles Barkley hates my fucking guts. Charles Barkley probably hates our fucking guts, man. <laughs> Charles, I'm just, but hey, Charles Barkley. Uh, on the plus side, God bless you with the ability to play basketball and nothing else. He didn't bless you with a brain. He forgot the brain part. He said, "Y'all, I'm, I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna give him basketball ability." Then he, then he took a lunch. He took a lunch break. Like Charles, he was, when he was creating a little Charles Barkley, he said, "I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give him the ability to play basketball." But then he took a lunch break. But my, my bad. Then she took a lunch break, and then when she came back, she forgot that she was working on Charles Barkley, so she just shipped him as is. Because when Charles Barkley talk about race relations in America, oh my god, it's like the most cringiest shit. Like, you know how people would be like, yo, athletes need to speak out more about the shit that's happening in society. And then you hear Charles Barkley speak I'm like, you know what? Never fucking mind. Just shut the fuck up. Please shut the fuck up. But I'll I tell you, to me, you know, the black, the black, like no, Barkley, no, shut the fuck up. Please never talk again. <laughs> Stop fucking talking. Like TNT was trying to give Charles Barkley a whole fucking show about race. Like, Oh, what the f- like no like what the fuck no never like what the fuck it's not even that you have a difference of opinion since your opinion is shitty mm-hmm. Charles Barkley man Charles Barkley was like I know I know a lot of great people in the police force Charles Barkley is literally not the fuck we're talking about we're talking about the ones that's killing people. Well, you know they not they not all out there. It's not it's not easy to be a police officer. I tell you, it's not easy to be a police officer. It's really hard. Y'all never been a police officer, so y'all don't know now how hard it is. You know, some of my my friends police officers, and they be telling me all the time it is hard. Well, listen, Charles Barkley, I swear to Goddamn God. If it's so motherfucking hard for you to be a police officer, then here's a, here's the idea. Don't be it. It's like me telling you how hard it is to do something. And I'm like, I keep on, but I keep on doing it. And it's I'm like, and I'm like, it's stressing me out to do this and all this other thing. I, this ain't even the point I'm trying to make. Cause I'm trying to, I'm, I'm about to drag the fuck out of Michael Jordan. But, but anyway, if you cannot do a job and it's stressing you the fuck out to the point where you cannot protect and serve quit before you do something that takes a life because y'all that, be telling y'all be telling citizens that they have to, that when a police officer is pressing them that they have to be calm, cool and collected. But the police officer, the one that's trained, go through what they go through police academy training, they can be as irate as, as they want to be, but the person that's not trained to be calm in situations have to be calm.
1: Yeah.
0: I seen a I seen a fucking video of a cop tell a man to reach for his wallet, and then the dude, then the cop goes, he got a gun! And the dude stick both his hands out the window, say where? You got a gun! Both his hands out the window. He said, he said, what, 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 what a gun at? What a gun at? Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! You got a gun! Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Then he calling for bag up, the other cop just just that this this is what we talk about when we say you if if, if it's good cops where the fuck they at because the other cops see the whole situation see the hand see the dude hand both his hands out the window where is the gun in his hand that you said was in his hand the video also hmm. shows that he has no gun in his hand he ain't even reach for the fucking wallet you just you just told him to reach for his you told him to get his ID or his or his license registration or whatever. And before he even did it, you jumped, you, look, you jumped, you jumped protocol. Cause you were going to say he got a gun, didn't shoot him, but you jumped protocol. You said, he said, he said, he said, get, he said, get your license and registration. He got a gun. Like, that was that, like, you, like, like, you didn't even, like, you didn't even wait for her to even reach. You just, you jumped on protocol. It's like, bro, bro, what the fuck you talking about, bitch? He stuck both his hands out the window. Like, bro, what you talking about? So now you just got to go with it because you calling for backup and the other police officer watching all this happen and not stepping in and going, yo, you bugging. But I will commend this one police officer. I was coming in. To, I, was, I was like at a gas station. And these two police officers were coming up. He was, they was talking. They didn't even see me. So he wasn't doing it for me. They was talking. He was like, yo, I don't know what the fuck such and such thought I was about to do. But I wasn't about to fucking harass them people. Thompson, go over there and search them. He said, do you fucking search them? You fucking go to harass them. I'm not fucking harassing people. Just be fucking harassing them. I was like, you know what? I respect that. Because they didn't see me. They didn't see me. I was over in the cut. I was like, I respect that conversation they have. Like, fuck that. I'm not fucking harassing people just to be fucking harassing them. Anyway. So, anyway. But yeah, more of that story is don't give Charles Barkley a fucking TV show about race. Let him talk about basketball. And that's about it. <laughs> knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. <laughs> knuckleheads, that's how Charles Barkley talk. You knuckleheads. You know, I tell you, a basketball, a basketball. I could play some back. Charles Barkley could pick some basketball, but other than that, Charles Barkley should be talking. Charles Barkley seems like a nice person till you get him to talk about bad. Till you get him to talk about right. He's one of those people Who are like, okay, cool. We can talk about anything but race relations in America because you're so you're so fucking rich that you're disconnected from what's going on in society, or you're so rich that you you are so rich that you forgot what racism feels like because everybody loves you. You don't know they calling you. You don't know they calling you nigga behind your back. But anyway, I shared this. I shared this video of it was Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, and Oprah. And Oprah, I got some words for you too. Charles Barkley was like, "Yo, this one time, <laughs> ironically, there was in Atlantic City. He was like well, it was in Atlantic City gambling." And it was like, well, this this homeless man came up to us and he asked us, Do we have any fair change? He said, No, nah, reached in my wallet. I reached in my wallet to give him some money or whatever, because I don't care. You know, cause whatever. And as I'm reaching to give it to him, he said, Michael Jordan put his hand over mine and goes, If this dude can ask you for change, then he can surely go work at a McDonald's and ask people, Can I what can I help you? What, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Oh, the, and at this moment the whole crowd erupts in laughter and then oprah oprah i seen what you did oprah i lost respect for you when i seen this clip i hope you're not the same person that you are in that clip oprah because my heart said damn she she goes and you know like your home you know like when when dudes make a joke and their homeboy dap him up yeah oprah dapped up michael jordan as he's laughing about the whole situation. Everybody's laughing in this situation. But granted, I give Charles Barkley respect on this. Charles Barkley wasn't laughing. Charles Barkley didn't find that shit funny. Charles Barkley looking like, this ain't no funny fucking joke. I ain't fucking joking. This motherfucker. Like, Charles Barkley was like, because this is like an old clip too. It's like, because they're wearing baggy suits. And so Michael Jordan still dressed shitty. So, I don't know what fuck fuck this, this was. But Oprah d- dapping up Michael Jordan like, yeah, yeah you don't get these motherfuckers. You don't get these bums no money either shit. I feel you, my nigga. I'm looking in disgust. Wow. Like wow. Cause the whole audience is purely laughing. And Arian Foster shared the clip. He was like, This is trash. Like Michael Jordan is trash. And I'm looking at the comment section and a lot of people in the comment section are defending him, like, yo, yeah, you know, this, that, and the third. Yeah, he don't have to give people no money. You know, blah 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 blah. He got a point. My this is my thing. And I'm I, I do not I've been ranting all podcasts, so fuck it, let's rant some more not only is michael jordan a trash-ass individual michael jordan is a stupid-ass individual because that's some that's some that's a mind state of the one percent that doesn't that didn't really have to work for their money because if you know anything about having to get a job getting having to get a job is not as simple as walking into an establishment telling them that you need a job especially when you yeah. talk about then especially when you're talking about nowadays because if you want a job now you can't even go into a place and tell them you want a job they're gonna tell you, you go online but this was, right. but this was before all that. This was before all that, and I, I never worked fast food. I never worked in a minimum wage job, so I don't know how hard. It, I know, so I don't know, so I don't know firsthand experience how hard it is. But I was talking to this one man at the restaurant one time, and he was talking about the turnover that was happening inside the restaurant he was in. He said, man, I don't know. Because I was like, because I'll ask him, yo, where's such and such at? And I normally see him. He's not here. He's like, yeah, you know, these kids, they quit or whatever. He was like, I remember when I was applying for jobs. He said, did you see this whole script we're on? I was like, yeah. He's like, I walked up and down this whole script for three hours, filling out job applications. Three hours, sure. man. He said three hours <laughs> filling out job applications. He said, these are not high-end jobs. He said, these are just minimum wage. You know, you get, you get your hours here and there. It's not even full-time. I filled out a job application for three hours. He said, you know how many people called me back? He said I filled out seven. He said, I think I filled out 30 70, I think he said, I think he said 70 because he did he, he said he walked up and down the script, and he walked up and down. He said he walked, then he walked some further along. So I think he said he filled out 70 job applications. He said, You know how many Laura. people called me back? He said, he said one. He said one called me back and they didn't even want to really hire me. They called me back to tell me that they didn't have a position. He said, the job I'm at right now, I got it by luck. Oh, my God. So, so just imagine a person that's well-groomed, edu- educated. This man is educated. This is not This is not a scenario where he don't have a high school diploma. You know how they be trying to play you to the, they be trying to play you when you get a high school diploma. You know, this is the person that's talking about working a fucking minimum wage job. Telling you that, yo, I got a job by luck. So just imagine a person is well cropped, well cut, well groomed, nice looking, nice looking gentleman. He could barely get a job. So you mean to tell me that a, a, a place of employment was going to go? Yeah, homeless person that that you know by lack of by by circumstance smells really bad, looks really bad, not well groomed probably you know just just looks like life just looks like he can't get just looks like he's down on his luck by no you know looks like he's down on his luck by whatever what by whatever means it is you mean to tell me that they they're going to offer this person a job because getting a job does not solve the problem of poverty because now you have a job cool how are you going to get to this job how are you going to be well groomed yeah. enough to go to this job daily because one thing about job they will fire you for your me- for your hygiene
1: yeah job you have to be you have to be at your job smelling
0: nice he has no so he has nowhere to lay his head he has no way of getting to this job he has no means to feed he probably be able to feed himself now but how's he gonna get to how's he gonna make it to that first day of the the, the job he has no clothes to he has no way of the the, he has no money to to, to get a job requires money too because when you get the job then they're gonna tell you well you got to buy this that and the third you got to buy shoes you got to buy slacks You got to buy shirts. You got to do all this other shit that you got to do for a job. They make you buy the uniform. How the fuck are you going to do that? He's homeless. That's why when people help the homeless, they give them a place to stay so they can get on their feet. They're not just giving, like the people that go in, Mr. Beast, shout out to Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast bought a homeless man a house and a new wardrobe and helped him get a job. Mr. Uh-huh. Beast is Mr. Beast is a famous YouTuber that's always just giving out money. Remember I sent you a video one time. He was like he had an ice cream truck where he was just giving out hundreds of dollars and like ice cream and stuff like that. He just generally does nice things. Like he like he we get a sponsor of a video like Honey, like Honey is an internet browser. Shout out to Honey. That's a free shout out to Honey for this free. Y'all do y'all do a lot of great things with Mr. Beast. So I, I would happily, I would happily donate this ad to y'all. Honey is a free internet browser that you can attach to Google Chrome, Firefox. Safari, or whatever internet browser you use. And when you're about to check out on an a, a internet store, it will search the whole wide web for, for coupons. No matter what site you're on, it will find a coupon. If it can't find a coupon, then congratulations, you are getting the best deal you could possibly get. It will also tell you the changing in prices, whether or not to let you know if you're getting a great deal here or if you can find it at another place. So they help So they help you do a lot of things. Shout out to, shout out to them, honey.com, download that, whatever. Free download, it's free to use. Free to use. I never I never browse the internet without honey cut on. Because I'm always trying to look for a great deal. Because nobody wants to overspend. But shout out to them. So yeah. You have to put people in position to actually fucking win. You can't be so facetious in your thought process that hey, if you can say, Can I do you got some change? Then you can go work in McDonald's no the fuck you can't. I don't even, and I don't even like McDonald's. I don't even, y'all know I don't rock with McDonald's. I haven't been to a McDonald's since I've seen The Founder. So I really don't fucking like McDonald's. Fuck McDonald's. And they should be paying fucking employees way more money than they fucking do. And all this other shit. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be allowed. The, 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 the income gap between the, the income gap between corporations should not be allowed to exist that high. Like you, like McDonald's should have to pay a minimum of $15 to each employee. when you bring in profit like that you should not be allowed to not pay employees high amounts of money i fully i fully believe that So, yeah, corporations should not be getting away with this highway robbery where they pay the employees minimum wage or $9 or whatever the fuck it is and then they bring in billions of dollars a day and then brag about making billions of dollars a day off the backs of the fucking workers and all this other shit. But that ain't what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is a fucking piece of shit and y'all constantly support this piece of shit. I would never get over the fact that Michael Jordan, when asked... When asked... When fucking asked, hey, Michael Jordan, how do you feel about the racial climate in America? You never have a comment. Then ask why you never have a fucking comment about race relations in America during your playing years. You go where Republicans buy shoes to. Michael Jordan, I bring this shit up so much because I know fucking statistics. And everybody listening to this. Everybody listening to this. Think... Think about last time you seen somebody wearing think about last time you seen somebody wearing Jordans. I can fucking guarantee you, bitch, a bottom dollar, slap my ass, call me Susie. I can guarantee fucking to you it was one of these two people. A black person. A person within hip hop that loves hip hop culture. I've never, never, I've never in the history of my motherfucking life seen any of my motherfucking neighbors ask me about a motherfucking pair of Jordans ever in my motherfucking life and I do I don't live through I don't live next to some hardcore ass motherfucking Republicans these motherfuckers have never asked me about motherfucking Michael Jordan motherfucking shoes ever in my motherfucking life because I can tell you the dumb motherfuckers they probably like whoof because they ain't paying that price Republicans these Republicans that, that that buy shoes too, they paying forty dollars for some Nikes. They not paying no. They not paying no hundred and twenty, hundred, two hundred dollars, fifteen. You know, two hundred and fifty. Whatever. They are not paying those prices. It's gonna be black kids, that got their moms to buy them some shoes, or it's gonna be some kids that just love that, that love the black that, that loves hip hop culture. So it's gonna be like other. You know, it's gonna be like the you know the gaming. You know, like white, you know, y'all, y'all know, know the white, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm saying black kids, and I'm saying urban kids, urban, urban kids, white kids, urban kids, too, they counting that, you know what I'm saying, it's gonna be people that love hip-hop, only people that fuck with you is hip-hop, only people, ain't no motherfucking Republican, ain't no motherfucking, ain't no motherfucking I listen to country music all fucking day, or goddamn, you know what I'm saying, them motherfuckers don't give a fuck about you, that's the funny part about the whole thing, is the people that give a fuck about you, you don't give a fuck about them, but they will defend you, like somebody's right now, Type of some long ass Facebook message or Instagram message defending Michael Jordan right now, just off me saying that. They love this scumming. They love this scum of the earth. We had we had kids dying over fucking Jordans. Dying. Getting killed over Jordans. Michael Jordan didn't have a fucking comment for it. No condolence. No, well, I'll pay for their funeral. Nothing. Nothing. You. Hey, when you have sneaker store releases, this caused friction and riots in malls. How about we stop this? Let's move it all to the motherfucking app. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck about all that. I don't give a fuck about all that. Let the motherfuckers write. You don't give a fuck about this culture that gives so much to you. Like when the Black Lives Matter thing was going on. You literally, and we ain't gonna get into this because if you know what it is, you know what it is. This motherfucker literally said he lost his father to senseless fucking violence because of nigga. This nigga donated money to Blue Lives Matter. Let's be clear. Michael Jordan donated money to the fucking police department. He gave a million to Black Lives Matter or, or, or NCAA. I don't even know the fuck who fucking fuck he gave to. I know that he, he played both sides. Because you're not actually taking a stand. You gave a million to the Black Lives and you gave a million to Blue Lives. You sit, you sit on that fucking fence and people kiss your ass and praise you for it. This man said he lost family members to senseless violence. While donating money to Blue Lives Matter. And you motherfuckers know the whole fucking truth about that one. We ain't even gonna get into that. But y'all know the whole fucking truth about that one. And this the man y'all niggas riding with? you can't play both, both
1: sides of the fence. You
0: can't play both sides of the fence when it's a fucking lie.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm in my control. But yo, yo, I can I can list off. Of, I, I wrote notes for this. But I'm not even gonna read the notes. Because fuck the notes. I remember and then I don't even Michael Jordan Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan Michael Jordan is a horrible human being, man. He's just a horrible human being. Like you could say he's a great basketball player. You can say he's the greatest basketball player ever. You could say that. You could say he's the greatest basketball player to ever live. They they would never build another Michael Jordan. It would never be a killer instinct like a Michael Jordan. He the shit he done on Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan outlived the legacy that is Michael Jordan. We watched him and we watched him. That's how big Michael Jordan of the basketball player is. Michael Jordan, the legend of Michael Jordan, is bigger than the person of Michael Jordan. And you can hear it from people. People will tell you about the legacy of Michael Jordan, and you lived through it. Like, we lived through it in the 90s. We was kids. We watched it. We watched every fucking game. But then somebody tell you something about Michael Jordan, you'd be like, wow. Wow, he really did that. And shit. The, the, the myth of Michael Jordan is bigger than the man is Michael Jordan, which is why y'all would never fucking admit that LeBron James is folk so key better. Cause the myth cause the myth. Cause you want your child because you want your childhood idol to be this god. So y'all overlook all this other shit. But Isaiah Thomas will tell you he pussy.
1: Pussy.
0: Bill Lampier, he'll tell you,
1: pussy.
0: do Mars?
1: Pussy. Michael
0: Jordan won't none. Michael Jordan won't none of the smoke with them, but he'll punch Steve Kerr. He'll whoop, he'll whoop up on Steve Kerr, but he went, he went, he went going at Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumar, Bill Lampier. What up, John Sally? He went going at John Sally. He'll hang his head, walk by them when he was getting bounced from the fucking playoffs because them. He would never try them like that, but he'll try Steve Kerr. But this is the man y'all respect. Y'all love this man so much. 'Cause I'm not gonna tell y'all, I'm not cause it's like at some point I don't I don't I don't respect that man at all. I don't and I I got I got we can we can we got, we can get we can get story, we can get stories. We can get stories. Because i I I okay oh uh, okay. I got cause I got stories. You wanna go petty Michael Jordan or do you want to go downright disgusting? Pick one. Pick one. Pick 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 pick. <laughs> I'm trying to lighten the mood because I'm about to drag him to hell and back.
1: Oh, ready. Just go for it,
0: legend. Now I'm gonna—I'm just gonna say, legend has it. Legend has it that Michael Jordan was so— cause everybody know Michael Jordan had a gambling addiction. Or has a gambling addiction or was a gambling addiction. I don't know. I don't know the man myself, so I don't really give a fuck. Michael Jordan, the legend, legend has it. Story, story is what I heard, what I what I heard. What I heard is Michael Jordan had his gambling addiction so fucking bad that he will bet his teammates who luggage would come out the off out the terminal. You know, come down the terminal first, you know, come down the little baggage claim first. But word is Michael Jordan would like pay the pay the pay the flight attendants or whatever whoever fucking bringing the bringing the luggage to not have his teammates luggage come first because he wanted to because he wanted to win. So he'll be, so he'll make a bet and then hold and then hold somebody else's baggage. So he's a fucking cheater, a fucking cheater. This man, this man, the, 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 I'm gonna make y'all laugh in the middle of some of this. But then this man was such a sort. But Michael Jordan was such a fucking sore loser. Chuck Daly one time beat him in golf while they was doing the by this doing the Olympics. Chuck Daly, man, he rest in peace. He beat him in in golf. Michael Jordan the next morning at like six in the morning banged on his door till he opened the door, got dressed, and went down to the golf course for a rematch. What the fuck, nigga. Michael Jordan lost in lost. Michael Jordan got beat by his teammate one time in ping pong. Michael Jordan bought a ping pong table and trained for six months to try to got a trainer and trained for six months to play for the rematch. That's just the funny shit. That's like that's like see that's the type of the that's the type of stuff you're hearing. You're like ha ha ha. That's funny, right? That's the funny stuff. That's the funny stuff. I want to throw the funny stuff in there before we get to the. Really stuff. Now this is from now this is from MTV's VJ Kennedy. Kennedy said that one night she was hanging out with Russell Simmons. I want y'all to think about the names I'm about to say. She was hanging out with Russell Simmons, right, and Michael Jordan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was in New York. Michael Jordan decides to pull out a, a pocket full of dice. A, a pull out some pull out some dice. Mm-hmm. He threw the dice on the table. He said whoever gets whoever whoever gets the high whoever get the high whoever gets the highest hand that she gotta come if if he gets a higher hand to her like if he rolls and get a higher he get a higher roll to her then she had to come back to the hotel with him my oh, god Kennedy, who' was a virgin at the time, told him I'm not with this shit and this is this is where we keep telling but this is what women tell y'all They can't just fly out and say no to stuff. Because she said she had to damn she had to convince them to just pay for tickets to a Knicks Bulls game. Imagine somebody throwing some dice on the table and telling you, yo, let's pay for your virginity. And then you gotta convince this motherfucker that you don't want to have sex. First of all, you gotta tell him you don't want to have sex with him. And I guess that don't give a fault. And then now you gotta try to convince them to just pay for bulls tickets instead, instead of instead of you playing for your virginity. Michael Jordan owned the race racing team allegedly I'm say allegedly because fuck that we're not going to court for the fuck that i'm Michael Jordan owned the racing team allegedly, and we first bought the team that wasn't very good now this is some shit that was told to me directly from somebody this ain't even some this is some this is some this is some fresh scoop shit for y'all. This ain't even on end there. He said the motherfucker they he said the team wasn't very good. Years a year years later, they won like a huge race and they started getting popular. And they were celebrating. And a reporter asked them why like Michael Jordan couldn't come, come couldn't come celebrate with them on the sideline. Come to find out, Michael Jordan has been so ruthless and treating these people so horribly that they, they damn near had to get restraining orders placed against him wow like that's how bad he is they went they had to get <laughs> they had to get there they damn they had to come to get getting restrainment orders against this man so he had to stay like in the owner's box they had to get restraining orders against, uh, restraining orders against this man Michael Jordan is petty dog. And so cause 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 I can't cause I can't because I can't just tell y'all how how the how Jordan's how he basically manipulating y'all with the Jordan shit and all this other stuff. Like cause my, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan don't give a fuck about y'all. He care about that profit. And all y'all gonna tell me is y'all don't care when the white man care about I care about everybody's just about profit. If you make money I say all the time, if you make money off a of fucking community that you don't contribute to, then you no longer should be allowed to be in that fucking community. It's like Vans. Vans make a lot of we make a lot of money on skating, right? If Vans they have mm-hmm. a skate team, if Vans didn't own public skate parks, if Vans they have all this other stuff that they do for kids, all these art competitions and all this other shit, then they then that's a problem. That's some shit we don't deserve to be in. What the fuck do Michael Jordan do for black people? He make all his money off them. What the fuck do you do for black people? What the fuck do you do for hip hop community? Because according to because according to the hip hop community, Michael Jordan didn't even fuck with them that way. This man, this man is a culture vulture that just will so happen to be black that makes an okay, decent ass shoe a million years ago. That y'all just let embrace, just let come, come take and take from y'all with no expectation and no expect and no expectations to be given back to you. Like I still go back to the chameleon story. I'm gonna tap the chameleon story to this, but just for Lady Godiva because she never heard the chameleon story. matter of fact, hold on. I'm gonna play the chameleonaire story live on the podcast, so I don't even have to put it in. Hold on, y'all, cause I so I I just don't I just don't get it. All this all this cause somebody ma- so because somebody makes something that you that that y'all like, y'all just let all this other shit go by. Like this man is so fucking petty that he used to travel. He used to travel around with a chef, right? And this chef, <laughs> Michael Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan loves cinnamon buns, cinnamon rolls. So you have this chef ride around with him making cinnamon buns. And he had these people, you know, Michael Jordan got like, Michael Jordan has, Michael Jordan has bodyguards. So, Michael Jordan has bodyguards that ride around with him. You think he ever gave them, you think he ever gave them cinnamon buns? He said, they said one time Michael Jordan seen them eyeing the cinnamon buns. This motherfucker, instead of giving them the cinnamon buns, he went over and spit on them. <laughs> he ain't even. Let, these people are in charge of protecting your motherfucking life, and you spit on cinnamon buns. But before we get to the chameleon there story, I want to talk about the Kawhi Leonard thing. Kawhi Leonard, Ka, I mean Kwame Brown, not Kawhi Leonard. Shout out to Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is she going to the Lakers? That'd be interesting. Anyway, Kwame Brown was the first round pick in two thousand for the Washington Wizards. That's when Jordan was like the Jordan. We forget that your ass sucked when you played for the Wizards. You fucking garbage. You was garbage. Oh yeah. Also, Michael Jordan was a shitty was a shitty baseball player. That motherfucker batting average was a two was a 0.202 in the minor leagues. You a goo goo gaga bar nigga. That he was so garbage. He ran back to baseball. He said, you know, he's ran back to basketball. He said, you know what? Fuck this. shit. I gotta go. He was goo goo gaga bad. He was probably the Michael Jordan's a bad Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was another another person that God God was make God was creating when God was creating when God was when she was creating Michael Jordan. She gave him basketball skills. She didn't give him gambling skills or baseball <laughs> skills because Michael Jordan was. They say Michael Jordan was like a notorious gambler that was just shitty at gambling. Like he was just horrible. he was always losing money. This motherfucker would be in, they would be, they, they was in, they, were, what was, they? was in Milan or whatever, whatever the fuck the Olympics was in 92, Michael Jordan, they say Michael, which which speaks to, this, which speaks to his greatness on the basketball court, which I always found to be funny, and I always admired that, that this motherfucker spent the whole night gambling, wake up play golf and then go out there at barcelona and he'll go out there and beat like and they'll play basketball and like blow teams out by like 120. so i always admired that but it's like damn all that get over all that greatness get overshadowed but just how shitty of a human you are like michael jordan doesn't tip people he's horrible at tipping one time rain gretzky rain gretzky was like one time he was gambling him he was gambling with michael jordan or whatever and like it was like in a casino they this way just spent the whole night bringing them drinks, bringing them drinks, getting them whatever they want, car, you know, spent the whole night getting them drinks at mm-hmm. the end of the night. Michael Jordan tipped her five dollars
1: wow.
0: y'all know y- y'all know me and tips, I ain't with that shit. Instacart, here goes another. Here Instacart, here goes another free promo. Like I, like I, like I did. Like I, I, I spent an extra ten dollars this week on Instacart because I was trying to get some stuff if I could make something. I, t- I took the extra fifteen. On top of the on top of the tip that I already put that I, on top of the tip that I normally do. So I because I, I felt like, god damn, I'm really I'm feeling like, you know, so I y'all know how I feel about tips. I'm not with that. I'm not with that shit. People work hard for their money, people are doing things for you, people going out of their way doing things for you. Get damn it, is their job, but still. So Wayne Gretzky was like Wayne Gretzky stopped the woman, took the five dollar tip back, took a couple of the hundred dollar chips off of Michael Jordan's side of the table, and gave it to her. Grain Gretzky, thank you. Cause goddamn, that's a shitty ass person. Like Charles Barkley talks about. Charles Barkley talks about this all the time. He talks about how he always got to apologize and write checks for the for the waitresses after they done served him. Cause Michael Jordan is just a shitty person. A shitty ass per- like. And this, this 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 the dude y'all want to give y'all money to. This the money. This the dude y'all want to give y'all money to this, I can't, because I can't, I, I'm not even, I'm, this ain't gonna convince, this ain't gonna, a lot of y'all aspire to be asshole millionaires, and I can't convince y'all that y'all shouldn't buy things from people that are shitty ass human beings. But just think if it was you, would you want to be treated like this? When I find out a way, I always judge people by the way they treat others in society. I don't care how you treat somebody. If you treat them like shit, I don't care if they're the janitor, I don't care if they're the owner of a company. If you treat people shitty, I don't fuck with you. So that's, I don't fuck with Michael Jordan. He can come out with a fire shoot tomorrow. They can offer, they, they can keep on offering me to do things with them and I'm going to keep on saying motherfucking no. Because I, I, I morally would not be, I would I would morally not stand next to a corrupt person. I don't give a fuck how talented you are. I don't care how much motherfucking money can be made off that. It doesn't fucking matter. If you're a shitty ass person, I'm not gonna be standing next to you. I can't. I can't. so when y'all be wearing those, so it, dog fam, listen. Y'all wouldn't wear Tommy Hilfiger because y'all thought Tommy Hilfiger was racist. But Michael Jordan is actually a shitty person. Y'all like whatever, whatever. Just like i all be wearing that fucking Gucci whatever whatever you know i I know you're doing fucked up things but whatever y'all would never stop people would never some certain people would never stop wearing michael Jordan shit because they don't actually like it but because of this the status it gives off but to be openly honest with you with so many people wearing the same same shit that it kind of loses the it kind of loses the status that you want to give off because if it was so exclusive and so fire and so and so hard to attain why would so many people be walking down the street wearing the same shoe you wearing player? Think about that for a minute. If you got this old... If you got your own individual style, you would not be wearing something that, that masses is wearing. Fuck out of here. Motherfucker been making the same shitty shoes year after year. He don't even, he don't even make the same... He don't even make... Do what y'all want to do. But I'm going to play the chameleon clip, though. But I'm not done dragging him in the hell because fuck him. I'm playing to play this chameleon clip for y'all. Whew.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, we got everybody paying attention. Can you I know hear? a lot of y'all be asking me about this Michael Jordan story, right? Everybody, like, sees me always
0: talking Let you get about of here. Let me explain to you.
2: Yes. All right. I saw Michael Jordan. I met Michael Jordan at this Michael Jordan party. It was at his party. And I never, never, I know it's a rumors that I asked him for an autograph, and he said no, or, like, that's a lie. I saw Michael Jordan. I'm at a party. And I don't ask nobody for nothing. I never do. I, I don't like it when people overly do it to me. I had saw Michael Jordan taking pictures with girls. He's like, you know, and I ain't mad at it. He's taking pictures with people, you know what I'm saying? And he's taking pictures and he's just, and every now and then taking pictures, you know what I'm saying? So then, later on, you know what I'm saying? I seen him and it was like, oh, there go Mike. And he was standing over there. He was with uh, 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 um, some of the Boston Celtics. He was with Spike Lee. He was with, uh, I don't know, some other people. And um, I was just like, man, this is just that one moment. where I'm gonna say, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Mike for a picture. And then I said, um, I went over there and I said, hey fellas, you know, nobody was talking. They was just chilling, whatever, right? And I was just like, um, man, I don't mean to be rude, but Mike, I just want to know if it's if I can get a uh, a picture. And then now I understand. I kind of expected him to say no, so I, I wasn't mad if he said no. But the way he said it, he said. Uh, hell nah, man, I ain't taking no pictures of no niggas. And he said it like that, and I was like, I kind of got st- stunned for a second, because I was like, wait a second, I don't think he heard, I turned back and my boys were just looking at me like, damn, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of thought that he didn't hear what I said, and I was like, keep in mind, I had just came from a Reggie Bush event. Everybody knows about the Michael Jordan jersey, right? Me and uh, Reggie Bush were doing this event, right? And he was auctioning off these jerseys, so I had to keep on raising my hand and bidding for these jerseys, right? And it was like, it was a Michael Jordan jersey, an Allen Iverson autograph, a Shaq, uh man a Vince Carter there's a whole bunch of jerseys right and I kept raising my hand it was like 1,000 I raised my hand they said 2,000 and some dude raised his hand and they said 3,000 I raised my hand they said 4,000 we kept going back and forth and then I finally went over to him at 7,000 it was like hey man stop raising your hand man you don't want them jerseys and he was like I said man how about we stop and then we both split the jerseys at 7,000 and we split the money and he was like all right cool so we didn't write we didn't we didn't raise our hands no more and then they said sold to Camille there and that guy right there for seven thousand dollars. So the guy tells me that he wasn't even trip. He didn't even want to get the jersey. He was just trying to show off to Kim Kardashian who was on the stage. I was like, man, this dude that made me pay seven thousand dollars for these jerseys and he didn't even want the jerseys. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, whatever.
0: Right? I gotta pause the story for a minute. Mind you, at this time Kim Kardashian is dating Reggie Bush. So the dude was trying to impress Reggie Bush's girlfriend. Oh. So you just, like a millionaire saying, you try to shop for some girl. Got to be paid all this money for jerseys, jersey. Okay, but that's the story.
2: I'm telling Michael the story. I'm like, I just bid $7,000 for a Michael Jordan jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then he goes, you know what? I'll tell you what. You you pay $15,000 right now for a jersey from me, and I'll take a picture with you. And, and keep in mind, Michael Jordan's real tall. He's looking down on me. And I'm looking up, and I'm like, man, I never been so heated in my life man my heart just started racing like i'm about to steal off on this fool <laughs> and I, I thought about all the times when i used to pause the little video game or the uh basketball game and, and draw the picture of this dude dunking i thought about all the times when i seen john starks come baseline and just dunk on him fools i seen i thought about the time when Allen iverson crossed him over and i was like what jordan how you let Allen iverson cross you over like big michael jordan fan and it's just the way he did it and then um uh, who was it? Paul Pierce. So one of them was like, yo, hey, man, chill out. That's, that's Chameleon millionaire man. He was like, I don't give up. And he cursed. He said, I don't give up, nigga. And I was like, and then you know what I did? I just sat there for a second. I just sat there and looked at him. And then I turned to Spike Lee and I said, you know what? I appreciate it, brother. It's all good. And I shook Spike Lee's hand and they all had to look like, Man, you know, that's just how Mike is, you know what I'm saying? I shook everybody's hand and then I walked off and then Ray Allen was over there. Ray Allen was like, Hey man, he took a picture with me. I guess they was kinda do because they kinda felt kinda like a certain way or something. <laughs> you know, I took a picture with Paul Pierce and everything, but I didn't even it wasn't really even that big a deal. I expected him to say no, it's just the way he said it. It was man, it was the most rudest I, I I'm probably not even repeating it as mean as he said it. So after that I was like, Wow, man, this dude must really be he must feel a certain way inside where he just treat people like that. And keep in mind, when I used to stay in Chicago, a lot of y'all know about how I used to stay in Chicago, the people that I used to stay with, they used to tell me all the time that Michael Jordan is bad, man. He just be smoking weed, cursing all day. I didn't believe it. I was like, no way, no way, not Michael. You know what I'm saying? Because the image that he portrayed. And then it was like, um they, they they knew because they used to clean his cars. They used to work for the company to clean his cars, and he always used to be cursing at them. He always used to be talking trash to them. He always used to be saying stuff. And they told me, and I was like, nah. So then when I finally saw him, he was like that to me. So I was like, wow. And then I had heard so many rumors about people saying how Michael Jordan, how bad he was. Mm. So I was kind of disappointed. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know there's some people that's gonna go out there and say, oh, Cam was a groupie for Michael Jordan, man. Mm. You can say whatever you want, man. Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, them the biggest icons that I ever had. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't no rapper. It wasn't, it was, those was it. Because remember, I wasn't really allowed to listen to rap like that when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? Was, my dad used to watch basketball all day. Michael Jordan, Hakeem Olajuwon, I could tell you anything. You know what I'm saying? And then Michael Jackson. But, um, you know, so Mike was just a big disappointment, man. And and then mm. you, it, 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 sometimes he was, a little kid will be asking for an autograph. He'll be like, oh, no, nah, you know what I'm saying? That's why to this day I, I'll never be like that. Even if I'm in a bad mood when people ask me, I still do it. I still, I, I wouldn't talk that way to somebody. I might even tell them, you know, I'm not really in the mood, but, I, you know, I still do it in a nice way. He was just—he'll curse you out. So, and then after that, my security called me and was like, "Yo, Nike brand Jordan wants to talk to you because they want to apologize. They were trying to send me Nike mm-hmm. Jordans and all this stuff." And you know, I was like, you know, oh. And then to make the story even interesting, when I was coming in, I was leaving. I was about to leave, and I saw a Young Jack coming. In. <laughs> and Young Jack was all um, heated about something. I was like, hey, man, no matter what you do, do, not go talk to Michael Jordan that he was like man he was like yeah michael jordan <laughs> and i was like why are you all mad he was like because he had just came down a red carpet and people was he was wearing some adidas and people were mad they were like how you gonna disrespect michael jordan and the air that he walks on because you coming into his party with some adidas on and young Chuck was like what like i'm not gonna hear what he said but
0: he was he was like i'm not, it's not God, <laughs> you know
2: what talking about like that's how they was acting you know what i'm saying so that's my michael jordan story i don't know if i've told anybody that full story in entirety but yeah he he, he was like looking down on me cursing like he wanted to fight and it just came out of nowhere It was just he must have been in a bad mood it was pretty it was it was bad
0: yeah so like i was saying man michael jordan it's not a it's not he
1: sounds a, like a small brat <laughs>
0: Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is a Michael Join is one of those people that his whole life he's been gifted. He was gifted an ability, and that's all he got. He was gifted at ability because he can't dress. He can't dress for shit. He's not helping nobody do any fucking thing. And but people still people kiss the kisses. <coughs> pardon me. People what? kiss his ass, and he goes along with it like, yeah, you know, I'm the great. I'm God's gift to earth. You ain't shit, dog. You ain't shit. LeBron James is God's gift to earth. LeBron James opened a fucking school. LeBron James opened a public school that all these all these kids in Akron, Ohio can go to. LeBron James is the perfect example of what a black athlete should do. Mike, Michael Jordan, don't stand up for political, don't stand up for black people. Michael Jordan didn't wear a hoodie for Trayvon Martin. Michael Jordan does nothing that doesn't benefit Michael Jordan. And I don't give a fuck what people say, oh, well, y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't ask white people to do this. I don't give a fuck what these people are doing. I give a fuck about what black people in power are doing to empower other black people because it's 10 times harder to come up when you're black. Then it's even harder when you're coming up from poverty. Cause it's shit. If we, cause if shit, if you don't have a voice in it, if you don't have no skin in the game, who's going to have the, who's going to, who's going to help? If you won't help, if you won't help black people, who the fuck going to help black people? That's why people say things. Cause if a black person won't help the black people that they know is needed, then who the fuck gonna help them? I can't expect I can't expect some white person. That's why when people talk about presidency and all these other people, they say, well, that president can't help me, that president don't know the struggle. That's, that's, why they, that's what they mean. Like me, like I never like on this podcast, I never talk about people that live in the projects or any other stuff like that. Because I never lived there. So I don't know what it's like. They tell me it's hard. I take them that they word. I don't challenge that. You'll never hear me challenge that shit. I don't ever go, oh well, if you just go to school, because I know that I know that's a hustle. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't never downplay somebody's experience in life. So y'all keep on wearing them shoes. If you want, just know that you support. Just, just know that just know who you supporting. You, you supporting a person that will probably watch you fucking fall off a bridge and don't even stick his hand out to even help. I'm just being real. That would probably. That's what he probably would do. Y'all, y'all helping a person that wouldn't even give you some change. You kids, there's a lot of stories of kids saying they just went up to Michael Jordan, looked for an autograph. He telling get the fuck out of their face. Why they wearing Jordans? <sighs> This person would shake. This person would shake. This person would shake your. This person would shake your damn hand. Like I, like I can say a lot about Kanye West, but Kanye West, I know for a fact Kanye West would have a conversation with everybody in a building if he went into it. No matter what, he'll listen to your. St- he'll listen to you. You can rap to him. Kanye West, for better or for worse, is a man of the people when it comes to that type of stuff. But you know, Michael Jordan. Y'all love Michael Jordan. Y'all gotta have them Jordans. Fuck Michael Jordan. Most of y'all never seen Michael Jordan play a damn most of y'all never that's the funny thing about it all. Some of y'all never even seen Michael Jordan play a a, a a game of basketball. Y'all just know that that that's the that's the status icon. It's just status. Fuck out of here, them shitty ass shoes. And that's all that's all I gotta say on that. Cause I can I can keep on going. But y'all don't hear me though. Motherfucker. Motherfucker, be quick. Motherfucker don't even... They ain't ain't even pay... Michael Jordan didn't even pay Kimba Walker his damn money. (laughs) Let's be real. Michael Jordan didn't even pay Kimba Walker his damn money. Kimba Walker had to go get his money from the Celtics. Man, I don't even appreciate it. Oh, did I talk about the Kwame? Did I talk about the Kwame? I didn't even talk about Kwame Brown, did I? Mm -mm. Oh, I don't want to get out of here without that. We're We're going to talk about this, then we're going to end the podcast. So Kwame Brown was the first drafted for like the when the Wizard when he played for the Wizards. He played for the Wizards. It's been on record and it's very stated that Kwame Brown felt like he was under the tutelage of Michael Jordan. Like Michael Jordan would invite into his house, play basketball with a mentor him and stuff like that. Cause Kwame Brown was the first pick for the Wizards. He wanted Kwame Brown to be great. Kwame Brown comes from an environment where all he knows is his mother that grew up in Charleston, South Carolina. According to, you know, called the Charlemagne God. That's a very poor. That's a very poor town. So he's coming into the NBA fresh out of high school with the weight of the world on his shoulders. The weight of the world on his shoulders. Now everybody that knows Carmy Brown knows that Carmy Brown, quote unquote, eventually was a bust. Like he was not. He he didn't he, he he had like a couple. He had like a he had like two years in the league where he was good, but he was never good, right? But we but you know but it's like damn he came and he was so great of a basketball player. What probably caused this man to not be good of a basketball team. What probably probably happened is, and this is just me thinking out loud, is that Michael Jordan destroyed this man's whole confidence. Because they said Michael Jordan would be, because when Conley Brown first came in the league and he wasn't living up to the potential that Michael Jordan thought he could, he would belittle this man. He would irately, cut. he would cuss this man out of any chance he could. He called this man a flaming F word. Hmm a flaming, you're calling a 19-year-old. First of all, you're calling anybody a flaming F-word. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying flaming F as in fucker. I'm saying flaming F. Y'all know, y'all know what F-word I'm saying.
1: Right.
0: And he said he used that in regards to the 19-year-old. So you're a 19-year-old that never had a father figure. You finally get somebody that you feel is a father figure. This father figure that you, that you now discover feel like you're not living up to the potential that he wants you to live up to. So instead of being a nurturing black man helping another black man through life whose whose father that whose father is like in jail for murdering his girlfriend so instead of helping that man instead of helping this fellow black man you start belittling him breaking his you broke his psyche you're a 19 year old you get you you can say y'all can say tough love, all this other shit, people saw whatever, but that's not fucking calling somebody a flaming F word is not tough love. Yelling at somebody constantly is not a, it's not a fucking tough love. Criticizing somebody publicly all the time, criticizing somebody publicly, criticizing somebody all the time is not a good thing. It's like oh. with me and Jay. It's like with me and Jay. If I tell Jay something and I do it and I do it and I don't even I don't even yell at Jay, but you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm talking to him in a, a certain way. I see he's not and I see he's not really responding to that way. You common sense, say to switch it up. Cuz some people you can give them tough love and it works, but some people you can't give them tough love. It don't work.
1: Mhm.
0: So it's like you can't so you can't sit here and say Oh, it's just tough love. Well, motherfucker, first of all, you ain't really his father. And secondly, if I got somebody, if I finally feel like, hey, I done, you know, I done went all these years without a father figure. Wow. One of the greatest basketball players of all time is going to mentor me. He's treating me like his son. He's inviting me over for dinners and all this other shit. And then he pulled the rug off from under me. That'll break, that'll break your psyche. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Dog, fam. Now, now I feel like I can't. Now I feel like I can't never live up. Now I feel like I got this potential to live up to, cause I can't let you down. Cause now you treat me like shit, and I want that love back. Now I want that love back, so I'm trying as hard as I can to get it back, but I can't get it back. So man, y'all can. So dog, you can wear them shoes y'all want to. If you well, already own it, you. it. If you, but but, but I, honestly, I can't. I don't, honestly fuck that. Fuck that dude. Fuck that nigga. Dude is a shitty ass human being. Ain't no way, ain't no, ain't no if ands or buts around. He's a shitty ass human being that profits out the black community, gives nothing back to the black community, but yet y'all love him so fucking much because he could play basketball. Y'all love Floyd Mayweather too, so mm. people love, people love, people love problems. Floyd May, Floyd Mayweather would, Floyd Mayweather would spend a whole week calling y'all. Dirty black trash, y'all broke ass motherfuckers need to get your money up. How dare you be on Instagram while you broke? Ha ha ha! Look at these millions of watches I got, and y'all motherfuckers will still go out of your way to defend Floyd Mayweather. Y'all want to be y'all? All it is, is manifesting the shitty, shitty human all want to be. That's all it is. Like y'all, like y'all want, y'all, y'all, some of y'all aspire to be shitty humans. So when y'all see other shitty humans being shitty humans, oh, y'all love that shit. Ain't no other way around it. Because yeah, you, yeah, yeah you're a great boxer, but outside of boxing, you a fucking shitty human being. I can't fuck with you. Fuck you. Fuck Floyd Mayweather, the Fuck Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I got, but you know, hey, God bless y'all, man. Keep on, just... <laughs> It's just one thing. Because cause cause it's always funny that people have this perception of corporations laughing as people spending their hard-earned money on their product. But this person mm-hmm. literally probably sits back and laughs to the bank while he's spending the money of a hard-working person while he won't even take a picture with you. Think about all the pictures on the internet of Michael Jordan taking pictures with fans. It don't fucking exist for a reason. But anyway... That's been the Aqua Minority Podcast. <laughs> Hope y'all have a good day. If you, yes. buy, if you must buy shoes, don't let them be Jordans. <laughs> Look, that's the campaign slogan. Anything but Jordan.
1: <laughs> and
0: and the further point, Pinker make the fucking shoes. Y'all know that, right? Michael Jordan doesn't fucking actually make the shoes, right? Like, he's not in here designing the shoes. Tinker Fairy makes the shoes. Y'all be like, yo, Michael Jordan is a great. Yo, don't, 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 don't disrespect my motherfucking culture of design by saying a motherfucker that don't design shit. Design something. Put some respect mm-hmm. on Tinker's name. Because Michael Jordan is <laughs> just the name that was attached to it.
1: That's sick. Fuck
0: God damn, that shit may be mad. But yeah. Y'all be safe out there.
1: Yes, please.
0: Good night.
1: Good night. This
0: episode of the awkward Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Ocar Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Say Minority. 30%. Now let's start the show.